kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now you can lick it, you can sip it, mm. you can taste it. Well, I like this already. I'm talking every drip drop, don't you waste it. Baby, slurp it up, it's enough to fill your cup. Well, now wait a minute. <laughs> it's finger licking good and I wish a nigga would go down kind of slow or even fast. I'll be sprung once you feel your tongue in the crack of my ass. Yes, I need a nigga going out like that. <laughs> And I'm packing such a tasty treat, and you can eat me out. Oh my god! God. Put it in your mouth. (laughs) Welcome back. All right, to another episode of the Read. Happy Black History Month, y'all. ASMR edition. No, definitely not that. (laughs) Well, welcome back to The Read. I am Ellen Page. And I am Janelle Monae. I was robbed at the Grammys, but it's fine. You absolutely were. But you know what? You showed your motherfucking ass for that performance anyway. You're right. I got up there and I did that. That's what the fuck you did, sis. Turned it the fuck out. Also, thank you for incorporating uh, Pink in there. You're welcome. Literally also Mm -hmm. one of my faves from the album that was robbed, snubbed, and Mm -hmm. every other synonym. You saw I brought the pussy pants back out for the girls. I did catch the pussy pants. Well, I mean, it was just so well-rounded, uh, Janelle, and, and we just thank you mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. for your creativity. Thank you. I mean, you know, Prince, so. Lit. I mean. We, we can just end it right there. Finished. So, yes. But so. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Well, guys, here we are. Mm-hmm. Another week in uh, our blackness. <laughs> or whatever you are, girl. You too. <laughs> whatever oh, you everybody. have as well. Um, so black excellence for the, wait. No, this isn't the first episode of the month, so we just fully didn't really do like a black history. Yeah. I don't remember actually last week's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So Black Excellence this week is uh, going to a Miami native and North Carolina A&T student. Name is Kayla White. Okay. And she competed in the 200 meter sprint. The University of Arkansas's Tyson Invitational. Okay. She completed her sprint in 22.82 seconds. Damn. Which gives her the fastest time on planet Earth. What? In 2019. 
Damn. 20, Fastest how long is the sprint? running 200 meters. Damn. In 22 seconds? 22.82 seconds. Bitch, let me tell you something about 200 meters. <laughs> I can't tell you shit about it. So Absolutely. 200 meters is like a quick warm up on the rower that my trainer will have me do. And even that will take me at least 90 seconds. So the fact that she ran it in 22 has my mind blown. Shout out to you, little sis. So um, we we That's speak great. your name and Amen. all of your blackness, and I'm just loving the uh, young athletic girls coming in here and um, breaking uh, records and barriers and shining. And she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I just I love this. So if you think that you run fast, not fast than Kayla. <laughs> Kayla White. Kayla White runs real, real fast, okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm not finna compete with her in that one. I love it. Um, Ooh, and Tracy is also my um, my Black Excellence this week. Alice Ross? I mean, yes. Okay. But Tracy Clayton, those of you who remember her from another round, BuzzFeed's incredible oh, podcast yes. that, you know, I'm pretty sure BuzzFeed fucked up that show. And <gasps> But we're not going to get into all that. Tracy's great. Heaven's great. Heaven's writing for Desus and Mero. I just saw that. Oh, fun. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is going to be their first guest on the new Desus and Mero on Showtime. So that is dope. Oof. But Tracy has been picked by Netflix's Strong Black Lead to do um, a podcast for them called Strong Black Legends where she sits down in the studio with some black film um, and TV legends. I know the episode with Angela Bassett, I think, is already out. Um, and I saw like a trailer. There's John Witherspoon. And they literally give them yes, their flowers. give them the roses. Yes, they literally give them a bouquet of flowers and talk to them about, you know, their incredible, well, Tracy does, talk to oh, them about Oh, they literally career. give them flowers. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love this. So I'm just so excited. Subscribe to Strong Black Legends wherever you listen to podcasts. And congratulations to Tracy because she's just so good at this and an absolute natural. And I'm just so glad to hear her back on the mic. Yay, Tracy. Oh, and didn't it, just, I just want a, a BAFTA? What? Who won a BAFTA? I know I didn't just make that up. Sherry, girl. Oh, I mean, perhaps. You know, I don't know nothing about... Uh, isn't that a British award? Yeah. I don't know too much about what happened. It's a British British Academy of Film and Television Oh, award. it's like... It's oh, my like, God. I think I'm right. I absolutely just winged it. I winged it. I winged it. And you got it right. I was wrong. Damn. <laughs> British Academy Film Awards. Wait, that's not, that's not what I said? No, that's not what I said. Well, Film and Television... Isn't it BAFTA? Not BAFTA? Yeah. I think you're right. I'm right. Yeah, I believe it. We'll ask the British people to She won in. Rising Star Award. Oh, okay. Yes, I did see that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And her speech was absolutely beautiful, and she's sickening and amazing in all things, and I can't wait to see her. And now Black Panthers are crawling out of Kenya. Bitch! I saw that like, ooh, we, Wakanda forever. <laughs> on Black History Month. We coming, Month, we coming. They're like, oh, let's step back out on Oh, them. first time you've seen us in 100 years, huh? You thought your girls would come. Oh, Bet you thought you'd you seen the last of me, bitch. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. 
And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, all right. So uh, diving right into the mess this week on a segment called Hot Tops. We were eight bottoms in power. <sighs> all right. So much happened. Um, I was thinking between the bottom and me, but it just wasn't as funny. Um, so the Grammys took place. They Grammys did. were a thing that happened, I believe, on Sunday. Um, feels like yesterday though, because y'all still talking about it. Um, right. Well, I mean, there were some things that were bad enough to still be dragged, but uh, I was over it about the next morning. So, so funny enough, we laughed last week when I read a headline that said Jennifer Lopez was going to be doing a Motown tribute. We did because we believed it to be false. Yeah. I thought surely somebody was trolling the fuck out of the girls on that day and they felt like fucking with us. Same. And I, you know, I thought the exact same. I thought it was meant to be a joke and I treated it as such. <laughs> oh, but then. <laughs> Man. Jenny and her black took stage at the fucking Grammy Awards <laughs> and did their best. They, you know, whatever the fuck that was. No, I didn't watch the Grammy, so I had Smart. to go back. I mean, for what? Like, be honest. So I waited for the clips that uh, were worth watching. And with all the chatter that took place around this, I decided to go and take a gander at it against my better judgment. Yeah. That didn't last long. I want to say maybe I watched the first 40 seconds, then I skipped to like the <laughs> middle and it got worse and then yeah. I turned it off. We just sat there staring at the TV the whole time like cannot wait for this to be over. Yeah. Nothing about Jennifer Lopez says Motown. Nothing, <laughs> literally nothing about her. Not her voice. Uptown. Not her cr- Uptown all day. Mm-hmm. BX on the six got you. For sure. However, Motown literally nothing and i really feel like the only thing that was even remotely passable in that performance was the dancing and only because jennifer has always been able to dance i mean duh. but you know 
I, it just felt truly, honestly, disrespectful as hell. Like the Grammys being like, black music? Oh, during, during Black History Month? Let's just call Jennifer, I feel like she's colored. It's good enough, right? And we'll just have her up there. When... I just I can't it was bad it was really bad she shed real tears it was probably the worst part of the Grammys wow yeah because Alicia Keys really was not that bad of a host oh I forgot she was hosting comedians have fucked it up way worse you know she was just high up there with no eyelashes on (laughs) (laughs) just up there high but she brought Michelle Obama out make some noise (laughs) y'all from my soul sister like, I know it was a whole bunch of that. I mean, yes, honestly. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that was the intro for Janelle Monae, but oh. she brought Michelle Obama out. That got everybody on her side very oh, yes. quickly. Because yeah. niggas was like, white people saw Michelle Obama and got up and were screaming. I like would have literally just rolled around in my eyes. <laughs> I would have just rolled down the I aisle. paused the TV because Jada went downstairs to get some blunts or something. I was like, you bitch, you don't want to miss this moment. <laughs> Michelle Obama is here. But yeah, it really... It wasn't a bad show. Uh, I didn't think it was long, but not bad. But Jennifer and that whole, it just made me mad. Because you know good and damn well if they was going to do like a tribute to Selena or a tribute to music that comes from Latin America, they wouldn't have never called up a bunch of black people who don't have Latin American roots to come do that. They wouldn't have never done it. So why did y'all choose Jennifer for something that is so black and such a distinct sound when you had all these options? And then Barry Gordy was just sitting there looking in the audience like, what the fuck is this? Rhonda Ross got on the phone. (laughs) Have you seen the gif of Rhonda talking on the phone? When they showed it live, I screamed. I said, oh, Rhonda thinks she means she literally got on the phone to be like, bitch, I don't know what this is. Uh, I think I saw, when I first saw the picture of her on the phone, I think the caption that went with it was like, um, so I'm like, hey, girl, what you doing? Oh, I ain't doing shit, bitch. What you like? <laughs> right. Like, like just, oh, girl, just sitting here at the Grammys. I don't know what the fuck they got going on on stage. But anyway, what you What? Right. So the chicken about to come out the oven? Fully <laughs> ignoring. I um, loved it. Diana Ross tears. performed. She shed real tears, Jennifer, behind oh, the stage. Oh, God. Um, Entertainment Tonight asked her about the performance. She said she's doing it for her mother, who I guess introduced her to Motown music. She said, uh, any type of music can inspire any type of artist. You can't tell people what to love. You can't tell people what they can and can't do, what they should sing or not sing. I laughed at that part. And um, here's the thing, right? Like, sure, absolutely. Like, it it comes as no surprise that Jennifer Lopez would be a fan of Motown music and mm-hmm. grew up listening to it, et cetera, et cetera, and even really want to perform Motown music, whether it's for you, your mama, your grandma, perform it for them twins or whatever, right? It doesn't change the fact that, girl, there were so many options that would have been not even better, but more appropriate. Right. Simply because it's Motown and it's February. Right. So like, it's just, like that's, that you love itself. your Motown music. Cute. Cool. Yeah. That's not wrong. But you're not going to convince that us that there couldn't you, have been a better option. Yeah. That does not make you the best person to tribute and to lead the tribute. Like it was it was right. It was Jennifer's Motown tribute. It was her doing all these right. different songs when she don't have the vocals to match. And I just could Ooh. not understand it. I could not fathom why it was going on for that long. Like y'all could have cut Jennifer's performance out and let some of them winners stay on stage for longer than 45 seconds. I mean, even... Even if she had been like, okay, uh, I have this number where she sings one song mm-hmm. and then boop, 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 
they pull out somebody somebody else, else right? But the fact that yeah, it was like Over. her and then Smokey, and then Smokey <laughs> Robinson came out of nowhere. Lord. Like, come on now. Oh, Smokey, I'm gonna leave him alone because you know Black Legend. But Motown so. apparently had a tweet and delete moment. Oh yeah, and that was funny as hell. <laughs> They posted the following, in all caps, regardless of feelings and opinions about the Grammys tribute performance. Can we take a minute to celebrate the history and the power of Motown, its artists, and its music? Yes. Wasn't that what the performance was supposed to be? Well, that's why they prefaced it with that, regardless (laughs) of what the fuck you saw on TV. Let's just all have an Apple Music moment at home where we Mm. enjoy the sounds and the moods of Motown. You know, I feel like they... They were trying real hard to react to what they knew was trash without outright saying, bitch, what was that? <laughs> like, that's, they were trying to not do what BET did do. I don't know if you saw BET's tweet and delete moment. Okay, that. Okay, great. So, yeah, that was, yeah, that was really, really bad. That whole performance. What else happened that didn't have to do with the female rapper? Drake got cut off when he was telling the truth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said that it was... What? They said something... Their excuse was one that made it so very clear they were lying, too. I can't remember what they said the issue was or why they cut him off. Oh, that uh, he had like a, a like a clear pause in speaking at oh, one point. Yeah. And they thought that he was done. That's why they cut it off. Chile. I was like, bitch, why didn't you just go for a repress for time? Right. Y'all could have just said, look, we didn't have time for y'all to be up here thanking everybody you ever knew. And we had to wrap it the fuck up. A clear pause, sis. All right. And like I said, you could have. And what was he even saying that was so like far from like common understanding? I mean, nothing really. You just know white people don't like to be perturbed. (laughs) They don't care to be bothered. So um i'm trying to think of some white girl named casey mudgrounds she won the album casey musgraves is a very sweet girl the album's very nice i don't, don't know do her damn like name that. i don't know shit i'm just don't do casey like mudgrave musgrave Mus- musgrave 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 you are it's yes. not mud no it is not mud i like mudgrave better but it's not this is not her name whatever is it musgrave or musgraves let me see I went and downloaded her album after she won, and it's, yeah, Musgraves. It's pretty good. I mean, it's not better than Dirty Computer, but it's pretty good. So I'm not. What does she do? Country? Pissed, yeah, it's country. No, I'm not yeah, sure. It's, yeah, no, you're not going to listen. You wouldn't like it, but it's not bad. Okay. It, I mean, it ain't got shit on Dirty Computer, but. Clear things. But yeah, like, I mean, that's, I, I think, often how those Grammy wins take place the mm-hmm. album of the year and it's like oh, who the fuck was that somebody who com- campaigned for votes in right. the, the academy I mean, while you thought the girls were just gonna vote for the easy one no they were <laughs> out here getting ballots checked I mean I knew when they gave her best R&B album and they gave Cardi best rap album I was like they just knocking out the blacks yeah let's get them out of the way <laughs> let's just get this done now let's get you Negroes cause y'all know you're not getting best R&B album and nope. best and album of the year you're not getting that nope. so you might as well just go and come on, come up here, get your little black ass award. And that's often how that goes. Yeah, and, and so I wasn't shocked when Janelle didn't get it, but of course she deserved. Uh, but yes, I was excited and happy for her. She, she, uh, her music is. <laughs> that's so confusing. I wonder how she does. She never get confused by people saying like, 
her as a pronoun versus her as her name. But anyway, <laughs> her album is good. I don't know why I have never even considered that. Yeah, her album's good. She's really young. That girl's only like 21, 22 years mm-hmm. old. So She's really dope. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else happened. Really, Alicia did a pretty good job. I liked her Diana piano playing moment. Good, of course. Great. She should have wings. Oh like, my I God. feel like Diana, every time she's on stage and I don't see like large white <laughs> angelic wings that mm-hmm. that just have a crazy span it almost makes no sense I yeah, guess because like she's still missing. living right but, I mean but she is also kind of like ethereal like yes ethereal is literally the word I was thinking yeah. of but I couldn't remember if it was ethereal or ethereal Oh. But yes, <laughs> one of the wonders of the world. I mean, show. I do that all the time. Um, but it was a pretty yeah. I know we're trying to avoid one topic Chloe of conversation. And Hallie were good. They were. They um, were lost out to I think Dua Lipa for best new artist. I wasn't shocked about it. Fuck. Oh, I yeah. don't hate Dua Lipa. Right, best new artist was a pretty stacked category. So, but and Chloe and Hallie will be just fine without it. Uh, it- those girls make music, okay? They sing the things. They harmonize for real, for real. I mean, <laughs> what a way to just They just dip, sing. <laughs> dip into your boss's origin. Man, I truly... <laughs> because them bitches named the children of destiny. Yes. Har money. I hear it. I just hear it all over them. So. Favorite part of that group, so yeah. Yeah, they'll be great. They'll be just fine. All right, so Culture's Mama won Best Rap Album, right, for uh, Invasion of Privacy. Um, first of all, Cardi B looked great. I wish she would have asked Offset not to take pictures of her or just step far <laughs> enough to the left so that where you can be properly cropped. I mean, niggas have photoshopped him out of them red carpet pictures. So maybe not the ones where she actually got the Grammy, but. He like ruined so many great poses. He did. Like, I agree. Like, we just want to see her. We want to see her in that pussy pedal ass dress that she got on. And we want to see her in this badass outfit. Like, her performance was great, all that. I was just like, I saw it. Oh, yeah, her performance was really great. It was like, I wasn't like mad. I mean, I guess I was annoyed at Offset, like, being there physically on stage, but she wanted him there. So I had to let that go. Oh, when she won the Yeah, award. when she actually accepted the award. Look, girl. She's like, no, babe. Like, grabbing onto him. I'm like, I would have told that nigga, you can walk me right to the bottom of the stairs, <laughs> and I will see you when I get back. Look, <laughs> just make sure that I make it out into the aisle. My dress fix is my train. Cool. Yeah, you fix my train. Move. And that's you can, and you've done enough. Stay right there. Watch my first. <laughs> you should be honored that you were even invited. Um. So, yeah, Cardi B won uh, this award, and uh, Barbie wept, child, because from there... It was it bad with Stan with the stands? I mean, by the time I started paying attention, it was already taking place. So of course, the foolishness immediately kicked off. Cardi B has since deleted her Instagram, or mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like one of those. You know, you can like de- deactivate it so you yeah. can have your your temper tantrum and then return. Like, oh my god, girl, right. I still have forty million followers. But I had just decided to follow her and. <laughs> And embrace <laughs> then it went. And then it, I, thought, I told you, I thought she blocked me because it was it was gone, like, right that fast. Girl, this is, Cardi B has deleted this thing or deactivated it, like, three, four times. Right, so she'll, just let it go. She'll be back. Yeah, it wasn't about me. Um, But, yeah, she had a very uh, impassioned uh, Instagram monologue where she discussed how hard she worked on her album being stuffy when she was trying to record during pregnancy and the the like mm-hmm. so she's over y'all and your fuckery and the nonsense and so she's taking her social media break and breastfeeding or whatever the fuck else 
Meanwhile, of course, Cardi B is not the only one uh, being pestered and fucking annoyed by the internet. Because Nicki Minaj, who does not have a Grammy Award, was the butt of many of the memes. You didn't have to say that. Uh, I mean, well, she doesn't. And that's where this whole thing is coming from. You're right. You're right. So that is exactly correct. That's literally where all of this began. Yes, it is. So being that she doesn't have an award, Cardi B won one. Obviously, they have this whatever petty ass history of of stands making them hate each other and shit. Um, so <laughs> y'all and your petty jokes were one thing, but where it really took a, an interesting turn is when BT. Uh, tweeted i guess in a link the article they posted about cardi's win it says here the headline is cardi b is the first solo female rapper to win best rap album and fans are weeping and then bet captions the article on twitter with meanwhile Nicki minaj is being dragged by her lace front so it didn't take too long um for the barbies to shoot that message right <laughs> up to the 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 <clears throat> Queen's high. What is? Where is the Queen Bee staying? The hive. What's their chamber? I Who don't cares? know. Whatever. I do not know. Um. So she promptly tweeted, "Young Money will no longer." This is not promptly actually. Not that I look at it. Young Money will no longer be a part of BT Experience or award show. Summer tour dates dropping soon. So. Mm-hmm. The BET Experience and Awards show, that's like, what, June? The BET Awards is in the summer. Yeah, I think so. And I know BET Experience, isn't like that whole week leading up to it? They have different performances and stuff? Yeah, they've done different shit, like, every year or whatever. But usually the, I I, I don't know if it's like the day of the award show or the day before, but they always have like an, a BET Experience, just like just yes. a concert outside. The that's what it is. Um, so, uh, it's ever like since- a festival. Since then, um, Nicki Minaj has been interacting with the Barb's, who have been running very rampant all over BET social media, um, uh, making all kinds of jokes, threats, and expressing further festivities. <laughs> BET has since released the following statement. It says, oh God, it's longer than it needs to be, Jesus. It says, <laughs> BET loves Nicki Minaj. We have supported her from the very beginning of her career and will continue to do so moving forward. Nicki has paved the way for so many performers and has solidified her place as one of the most powerful figures in the music industry. <laughs> Unfortunately, the respect we have for Nicki was violated by this post that should have never been written. The post does not reflect how we feel about Nicki and further does not reflect our company values. We deeply apologize for girl. We deeply apologize for the hurt, disappointment, and confusion that this post has caused. We're committed to doing everything we can to address the situation. We are also conducting an internal audit to assure that these types of posts are not published again. Girl, just fire whoever did it and let's go. But like, and, and, <laughs> what is all and this extra? Right. We have apologized to Nikki and her team. The post has been removed and we have taken additional appropriate action. We understand Nikki's position and look forward to continuing our dialogue with her. Finally, we apologize to all of her fans. This should have never happened. Girl, the barbs had fucking black entertainment network, black entertainment television fucking. Oh, yeah. Shaking. Let me tell you, and I cackled at a lot of that shit. You would have thought BT said, girl, we're coming to your house with torches and knives. <laughs> they were pissed regardless. How dare y'all? All the times Nikki comes and saves your little ghetto ass, trash ass show, and this is how y'all do a legend. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. We were tired of watching bad. We were tired of watching Baby Boy anyway. It was funny. It was. That was. Because BT showed Baby Boy t- twice through a Through and through. <laughs> Baby Boy, ATL, and that raggedy ass family oh reunion God, that Medea yes, had. ATL. Back to back. Oh, we're God. tired of it. Yes. 
That was funny as hell. I was like, all right, Barb's go. So ahead. I got to see T.I. snatch that raggedy ass chain off of Lauren London's chest one more black ass time. Now, I do think that the tweet was, it was tacky, um, mostly because BET tweeted it. I don't know if right. there's like, if they have like a, a Barty intern and a Nikki intern, because it gives me Barty posted this and then Nikki <sighs> drafted the statement stand wise. Mm, you know? Yeah, so, I do. But this is just something, you know, sis it was probably in tweet deck and she should have just gone and clicked on her personal account instead of her work account to tweet out something like that about Nicki Minaj. Like, she just shouldn't have done it. Honestly, I feel like this is... I don't even think it was as simple as just one person doing whatever the fuck they wanted to. Like, I honestly think that, in my opinion, whoever runs social for me for BET over there just felt like it was fine. And I think that's a part of... um, Like, companies... Just like gravitating so heavily towards meme culture or like mm. trying to be part. Cause Cardi B and Nicki Minaj not liking each other at this point is a meme or like their rivalry is yeah. a meme. And that happens usually with two uh, uh, popular women that are con- constantly considered rivals or whatever. But it's not even so much a stand thing anymore. It's just as soon as something good happens to one, you immediately you know, start making jokes about the other one being in yeah, a bad place and true. vice versa. And it's um, it's like it's like how every time somebody accuses one celebrity accuses another celebrity of lying or some shit or somebody pregnant, here comes Maury's Twitter account offering niggas yes. lie detector tests, mm-hmm. offering niggas uh, paternity tests, and all this kind of shit. All yes. of these fast food restaurants. Um, Tweeting Drake lyrics and Meek Mill lyrics. Pretending and to be depressed to fit in with all y'all's depressed ass kids. Chester Cheetah dropping a diss record to Doritos oh for God. making a flaming hot flavor like you're not both owned by Frito Lay. <laughs> right. Burger King put out a whole ass mixtape. Now that was lit. The Burger it was. King mixtape was, was good. flames. It was good. No pun intended. It was flame broiled. <laughs> flame broiled. It was good, but it was, you know, it's a product of everybody being a part of this social media culture and brands wanting to take part the way that individuals do but you just gotta know where your lane is and stay there like you're if you, if it were a, a personality on the network that tweeted that then that would be one thing mm-hmm. or even when they have people sometimes say I'm I'm doing a takeover of such and such's account whatever they that would be one thing yeah. as a network all in all, I think that you would want to remain biased, especially in dumb, stupid, petty, sixth grade foolishness like this. Right. But, I mean, overall, the Nicki Minaj Cardi B thing is boring. It's, still, it's like, I'm tired of hearing about it. I mean, yeah. How long can we go back and forth like, oh, this one is winning something. The other one is not. This one's on tour and that one's not. Like, I don't really care about that. But I I really doubt that that tweet went by more than one person. Oh, no, for sure. I didn't. truly feel like they, they drew straws or whatever at work earlier that day of Viacom. Like, all right, bitch, who on the social team got a tweet through the Grammys tonight? And that girl lost. Or whoever, whoever posted <laughs> that. It was their job to do. I doubt it was something that was like, yeah, you know, I don't think they ran all the tweets by people. Eyes, right. right. But I also don't think that they expected for this to, I think that this is just what like a lot of companies yeah. do to just try and keep up with the culture of memes and gifts and reactions and all of that other type of shit. And it's like, y'all could just like, you could just not though. Tighten up and stay in your place. Yeah. That's a, that's what I'm saying. You have to be aware of your brand. You are BT. And it is true that y'all are not in a position to be alienating Nicki Minaj. It just don't make sense for you y'all to really do that. You really aren't. You are not. So why would you do that? Like, I just, 
For all the times that I feel like Nikki does too much, she should have been offended at BET having the goddamn audacity to let that the shit The nerve, fly. to be quite Y'all honest really with you. Y'all really do. Like, Y'all got real. the fucking nerve. And of all ner- out of all networks, too. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. Come on, girl. It Again, it's been, February. It would have been weirder. And I don't even know, not worse, but it just would have been weirder coming from a white network. Like, what you know about now? It feels like, you know, y'all trying to be down with the blacks. Like, oh, mm-hmm. nigga's getting dragged by her lace front. But coming from BET, it just feels like disrespect that is totally unwarranted. Because like the Stan said, Nikki is the, <laughs> Nikki showing up is the only reason a lot of people give a damn about the things y'all do. So, but I did see on the BET Experience website, she's still listed in the lineup. Along with Cardi B, City Girls. Girl, to be quite honest with you, it could just mean that nobody is. Whoever little baby is. Well, I mean, come on, BT. This is several days later. I'm sure they're um, holding on to whatever hope they think they got left. Migos. Because that long ass letter was saying, girl, we have sent her every edible arrangement we can. (laughs) Um, We've sent stuffed animals. uh, Unicorns, specifically, (laughs) balloons. We got her a live tiger we cub. We sent her seven Chanel purses, <laughs> all bigger than Stormy's. <laughs> um, that wasn't all that Nikki had to say about the Grammys. Uh, someone tweeted, Nicki Minaj has been at the top of her game for way too long to not have had a Grammy. I don't know what white man from the boards she pissed off. Here we go. This is where you lose me. I don't know if somebody tagged her in this or whatever because she's not tagged in the tweet but whatever you know, she, she only retweeted. follows her stand so it was probably on oh her yeah timeline. just on her time <laughs> right i pissed off the same man ariana just called out for lying grammy producer ken she tweets i was bullied into staying quiet for seven years out of fear but i tell my fans the real on the next episode of queen radio they deserve the truth also congrats to everyone who won last night so I read this and I was like, here we go. This bitch about to be hollering in our fucking ears about Shirley Chisholm or how she's fucking <laughs> Flojo or whoever the fuck else. And I'm like, girl, I don't have time. Hmm. And I mean, does this man, does this Ken person actually have any control over who gets nominated for Grammys? I didn't buy this. Do we? To be honest with you, I don't yeah. think it's as simple as somebody don't like you at the Grammys and so that's why you never win anything. Right. Like One person especially? The, the thing is, lots and lots of very, very talented people don't have Grammys because every year your competition is going to be different. And you may have put out something incredible and, you know, right next to it was Hamilton. You know, and so it's just like next to Hamilton, bitch, you are just not going to win no awards this year. And we're sorry. I've watched an incredibly talented white woman take Beyonce's award and look at her with tears in her eyes and say, I am so sorry, sis. I don't know why it's me up here and not you. And Beyonce was like, I don't know why either. (laughs) Beyonce was just like... I understand. I know that my we album both know is it's everything. mine, but it's fine. You know that my album is everything. Yeah. On That's your way back to the hotel, you're going to be eliminated. <laughs> and it's fine. That's, we both know that. Like, this so is it, cool. it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, whatever. <sighs> BT, girl. I don't know what y'all was thinking. What? I just really do not know what y'all was thinking. Was so fucking goddamn. It was dumb. dumb. It was dumb. And, you know, Nikki is never one for you know, fighting. I wouldn't even say fair, but of course she took screenshots. I don't know how she figured out who the person was who posted that tweet, but she posted pictures of the girl who wrote the tweet and with her Twitter and Instagram name. So of course the barbs know where that building is. They probably went down there with duct tape. They was probably right there in Times Square the next day. (laughs) 
signs and everything. <laughs> BT, how fucking dare you? They walked in that bitch playing the bees, bees in the trap instrumental. <laughs> And just started roping yes, niggas they out. walked in with her employee ID. Like, it need to be deactivated. <laughs> Look it up now. Because I don't want this bitch swiping back into this building. Who runs the social <laughs> for the network? Give me the fucking names, BT. God bless everyone involved. So, rumor has it that um, Soldier Boy has moved on to his next uh, scam. Yeah. That's, that's what these are. Dating Black China. Dating in quotation marks, God no Virgil Alvo. <laughs> I definitely thought you were <laughs> talking about him selling something. But uh, wait, not Virgil. Wait, Black China? Yeah. So she broke up with her 12-year-old? Thank God. That was nasty. Oh, yeah, I think she'd been over that 12-year-old. Oh. She just actually broke up with some other nigga named Kid Boo. Now, I know that you know... <laughs> I'm glad that you laughed anyway because that means that it transcends the foolishness it actually is and it's just simply funny. I spelled it wrong. It's B-U-U. Yes, because it's name. his name, he's named after a Dragon Ball Z character. Oh. Imagine, him, Majin Buu. Yes. Majin Buu's final transformation is Kid Buu where he turns into a little pink childlike alien and he's incredibly strong and I'm assuming it's because this nigga has pink hair or something. Oh. Okay. What a world. Is he black? What am I looking at? Is he black? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I know he light skin. Okay. Oh, oh, all right. I've never heard of this person. I had never heard of him either until I read that they got into like a fight somewhere or whatever. Oh, in there. Hawaii. So. Wow. Okay. Damn, this was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like literally it's, you could <laughs> go onto any blog or website, click back once and there it is. But now she's with Soulja Boy. Apparently they had, uh, they intended a Grammy party together. Gross. Soulja Boy made sure to have photos of them together on every piece of his social, his Instagram. I've also seen videos of them watching Soulja Boy's videos in a nail salon while they got mani-pedis together. So watching his like his old videos like Soldier Boy off in this hole watch me crank <laughs> just getting you know like <laughs> French tips no we're not doing oh if you bitches are still out here getting white tips uh, don't do it you know imagine dating black China for clout what hustling backwards nigga I've said this before and I'll say it the fuck again black China and many of the other girls are out here providing a service they say, okay. this is how much I charge for me to date you. Again, mm -hmm. dating, in quotations, no Virgil Abloh. They're not really dating, but transfer my 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 upfront payment, mm -hmm. okay? Right. I'll meet you there. We'll go do your little party together or whatever. Mm -hmm. Give me my second. And then I'll meet you if you want to do some more. I'm, I'm, I, listen. Probably. Like Rosario Dawson and Cory Booker. How the fuck you just jump from Rob Kardashian to... No, this is too random. Little Bill. <laughs> <laughs> to whoever the fuck Kid Boo is. And now Soldier Boy in like the span of like days. I, I just... I Don't can't forget Tyga. Although I think that was before the Kardashian. And she was with Tyga for a little while. Oh, right. They have a baby. I mean, well, he, she got a baby with Rob, too, but that was that was very different. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like her dating Tyga, again, I wouldn't say that she didn't, she just dated Tyga because he was super nice and yeah, they no, bumped into each other at Target. That ain't it. <laughs> and she no. asked him where the coffee was. Like, 
No. He's a rapper. He's very popular on the West Coast. South LA, at least, anyway. And you mm-hmm. niggas aren't going to tell me different because, as I said, every time I'm in California, yes. I hear Tyga. It's real. Whether he's in season or not. Somebody has to tell me that it's Tyga, but I do always hear it. And I love that about you. I wish I was that way. <laughs> do not know that nigga's voice. So, yeah. I don't know what, what this is or why, but Soldier Boy is working his hardest to be in your lives. And and, you know, if you have a little place there for him, why not? Mm-mm. Scoop him up and just put him there right right next to, to Black China and this eyeshadow. He need to be trying to go on that B2K tour. He said they don't have enough money for young Draco. Oh, right. We had this conversation already. You had to tell me who Draco was as well. <laughs> Nigga, if you don't take whatever they're uh, offering before Nintendo comes right. to get it. Like, what no shade not like I know what your pockets is looking like but sir if you got the money to scam all these fake Nintendos and shit from China then (laughs) I don't like if that's what you're doing for money then I don't see how going on tour and earning legitimate money is like beneath you don't get that at all so you'd rather sell this soldier game bullshit where Nintendo has to keep shutting down your fucking website this nigga selling fucking (laughs) Get him. New Balance boxes with a fucking chip inside telling you it's a console. Ain't a stick or nothing. Dumb, (laughs) daft ass niggers gonna talk to me about not supporting black businesses. Me, the gamer. Me, the gamer. Me, the gaming girl. I don't support black businesses trying to save you dumb hoes 200 fake ass dollars. Send it to this motherfucker for this bullshit. Talk about I don't support. Bitch. Business is a strong word. Businesses have. You know, articles of incorporation. They have paperwork filed with the state. They hustle have at best. Like, r- hustle at best. At best. <laughs> Businesses do things, you know, at least on the surface, they do them on the up and up. Like, they have their shit filed in an order. <laughs> this is not a business. This is some nigga shit. I believe last week we talked about um, Shad Moss getting the paws put on him by his on and off again girlfriend. Oh, Kiyomi. yes. And we did not know enough did details. Not know enough details who may have started the fight, <laughs> provoked it, so on and so forth. But um, Kiyomi uh, took to Instagram to share the following. She said, It's sick that most of the hate is coming from women who have daughters. When the truth comes all the way out, I want these celebrities again. Quotations, no yeah. And females who backing, females who backing this shenanigans. Oh, girl, <laughs> to keep the same energy. So she is innocent, according to her. Now, funny enough, TMZ posted a video. Um, I didn't read if this was from the night, but I think it was of uh, Bow Wow and this girl getting on the elevator together. And um, he was just being really aggressive with her. Like she's sort of standing still the entire time. It's very clear that they're they're upset with one another. Again, the rumor was that she was talking to some other guy. He was jealous or whatnot. But they're very clearly pissed with one another. She's standing still. It looks like she has some keys in her hand. And um, at one point you see him uh, like grab her arm and like snatch the keys out of her hand or whatever. And then he sort of steps back from her. She doesn't react. She stands still or whatever. Then it's like he's he goes like take his jacket. He's like pacing back and forth. Mind you, there's another person yeah, in, in the elevator, the elevator right. another guy. And he's like pacing back and forth. He goes like to like take his jacket off or whatever, which niggas know what that means. Um, and then 
he like gets right in her face. There's no audio, so you can't hear what he's saying or how loud he's saying it, but he seems to be yelling and he's right in her face. And all of the body language is too aggressive. It's very much how you would speak to a nigga as a nigga if you were ready to fight. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it just doesn't help your case. Yes, you are the one who was suffering wounds or the wounds that we could see looking right. like all of Child's Play 1, 2, 3, Bride, yes. and Seed of. All of them. And... You know, so people may have been saying, oh, well, you got your ass up or he couldn't have done that, da, 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 whatever. But that girl might have been trying to defend herself because as yes. of what we're seeing here, <laughs> I'm more inclined to believe that yes. you were the aggressor in this situation Same. and she had to fight to defend herself. Yes. Because what was all of that? See, and this is why I'm glad that I wait to pass judgment <laughs> to, until we get enough details to like fully flesh out the we story. Try. I mean, we really try to be as fair as possible. We're not just in the studio being messy for the sake of being right. messy. We don't do that. But yeah, after that footage came out, I was like, this looks more like he came for her ass probably when he knew there wasn't no cameras around. And she was like, okay, nigga, not today. And that's how he got fucked up on the face. And that was that. So it's just like, mm. Like, no, I get it. Life's hard mm. being a black man that's 5'7". I'm 5'8 and a half. It's rough for us. Not everyone takes us very seriously. How dare she wear heels in your presence in front of other <laughs> niggas? Like, I get all of that, but you still Rudy. a grown-ass nigga. Yep. You have a daughter on top of that. That's just not how you, like... And, and I get, like, couples get upset and you get angry and you argue and you can't always... Con- control how angry you get and stuff like that but when when you like when you have sort of like a certain like structure I think or like there's just certain morals that are embedded in you mm-hmm. I think that it's sort of easier for you to curb certain behavior so yeah. I, and again it doesn't mean that you're going to be in control of everything all the time sometimes you might shock yourself but in my opinion in that situation just in the elevator again just from what we've seen in the elevator he didn't have to do all of that no he didn't Period. and the thing is you know if you about to hit your partner you feel it when you about to you know cock your fist back or whatever you about to do you know that you about to do it so what you could do again if you had the self-awareness like you were just saying you could say wow I am so angry that I'm about to react in a terrible, irrational way that you do you do not deserve. So I am going to just leave. I'm going to remove Very myself from this situation. Perhaps you and I can talk tomorrow. But right now, yeah, this, this is about work. to turn violent and it just does not need to go there. I'm very much, you will turn your head to the left yelling and turn your head back to the right and I'm gone. <laughs> and and you I'm get a text doing, from listen, me eventually that child, says, I needed to leave. Not me at this grown titty age. Absolutely not. You I'm actually not, not even going to yell at me. It, we breaking up right then and there. You actually got me fucked up. Like Monique said, oh. Like, like, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, wait, hold on. Speaking Grabbing of which, on me and shit. Mr. Hot Tower has lost every... Tell like, I'm ass. so fucking tired of this nigga, bruh. Like, and I've been over this nigga since Think Like a Man. Because... Mm, yes. I was really, really over Steve Harvey when he went to Trump Tower. That really cemented yeah, it for me. that was it. Think Like a Man was like a, like a side eye. <laughs> Yeah. Because I never read the book. I did. Okay. Read the book. The movie was also terrible. I got... Oh, <laughs> both of them? Um, <laughs> I got, like, a lot of of feedback and opinions from people, specifically women, who had read the book. Mm-hmm. And some of them felt... Like, I got, like, mixed reactions from it or whatever. I just didn't enjoy, yeah. like, the entire notion of it. I have mixed feelings about it as well. Because on one hand... 
it probably is good to not sleep with somebody immediately. Probably it is a good idea just because I'm of the opinion that if you want to build a relationship with somebody, you know, maybe not the first or second day, but I also don't think it needs to be this set 90 days. We not doing nothing before then and like all these rules and then it being like, okay, you have to think the way niggas do. You have to adopt some fuck nigga mentality and, you know, nigga ass logic, but then you still need to behave and move around, you know, as a lady and just don't never make sure, make sure your man don't never feel like less of a man because you popping or whatever. So it's like, you know, Steve, it's like a a 3% of what he says where I'm like, I kind of see where you're going, but then he just drenches the rest of it in misogyny and fuck nigginess. And I'm just like, oh no, you could go somewhere with all this garbage. I just I watched the clip. It was bad. That was him bad. And Monique together. Ugh, that was and it bad. It was so gross, my nigga. Like I hate the way he was hollering over he her. He was yelling. Oh hell no! Over her, and hell every no. time she opened her mouth to speak, she never got. And let me tell you something. Monique can't get in too much defense from me, right? Okay, because the a I've explained <laughs> I've explained my opinion on the Netflix thing, like in general, right? But the Roseanne shit, no, like girl, that ain't it. That that cape, it's not gonna fly. Mm-mm. However, there's still a certain way that again you can have the conversation not first of all many people in just what steve was saying are split they're divided because a lot of people agree that like integrity is important especially as black people and black women like it's so easy for steve harvey to say certain things because he's a man and white people love him yeah they you know do. what i'm saying black women even just in, in the entertainment it's completely different conversation to the way they're treated and the way they're compensated right. versus black men it's so it's like you like and when you're not willing to just do whatever the white man wants you to do for a check, then things are that much harder. Steve Harvey don't know nothing about that because, like he said, he cares a lot more about securing the bag than maintaining integrity. That don't matter to Steve Harvey. Some people can be split right down the middle on on that. I saw a lot of people, again, feeling like they agree with what he was saying. Maybe they didn't like the way he was saying it, but they agree. I saw a lot of people saying that to hell with what the fuck he was talking about, and that's bullshit. That's me. So, that's me as well. But... <laughs> Like, I do get, I get that, like, you do have to be careful. It's not even just, like, picking and choosing your battles. You have to be careful in how you go about battles sometimes. Yeah. I agree with that. But just being like, oh, I'm just not going to say anything or stand up for myself or anybody else because I got to do blah, blah, blah. Like Steve talking about just don't say nothing. It's like, no, nigga. Like, you can move like that all you want to. But I am not going to sit back and act like this didn't happen to me. Either way, he could have been quoting Ecclesiastics and Thessalonians. This bitch. I don't give a fuck about that. It's like the the manner in mm-hmm. which he was speaking to her was so gross. Oh my God. And then when he grabbed her hand. Uh, I almost, I had to cut it off. I said, oh no. Oh no, nigga, you did not. So there were rumors like uh, maybe a week or some change ago where they were saying that, that Monique was talking about she was going to punch or slap Steve Harvey or, or whatever in the mouth. And she came out afterwards and said that she was joking or she wasn't serious about it or whatever and I was, after watching this I was like are you sure he was talking because I would say that you on should. tape to his face <laughs> right. with all seriousness in my heart you absolutely should have slapped him in the fucking mouth after that shit oh uh uh-uh. uh and then to have white people clapping in the audience uh, every time Steve says something I was like this is gross you invited her on her show on your show and yet she can't even like defend herself she she's not even getting it out speak cause you yelling at her about how you know you gotta as a man I gotta protect this and I gotta look out for my kids and look out for my grandkids it's like I understand not wanting to be broke yep truly I get that are you about to be broke no time soon but when you 
First of all, Steve Harvey, that's not his problem. At all. <laughs> Secondly, even though I understand I want to be broke, I do not think all money is good money. I am nope. not willing to do any and every damn thing for a check nope. or secure in the bag. And to be quite honest, my children and grandchildren can make their own fucking way. <laughs> Shit. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> Go the fuck off. <laughs> Nigga, I made this money. <laughs> you know what you getting out of me? A nice, you getting a nice childhood, a good solid upbringing with therapy and all the food and heat that you could possibly want. Listen, you tuition, get, what's you, that? You get an education. Yes. <laughs> I will give you an education even. Your belly will be full. But what you won't be doing is counting on my money to sustain you for the rest of your life. You, I'm going to set you up to do your own shit. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. So, so when you tell me you got to secure the bag for your grandkids, I don't even really want to hear that. Like... I'm I'm tired of wealthy people. Uh, I'm very fucking tired of wealthy people. <laughs> so the whole conversation to me was just like, you know, on a like fundamentally, I disagree with Steve Harvey on this. But I could have just disagreed with Steve Harvey and not felt no type of way about this video if he hadn't been hollering at Monique and grabbed her the way he did. Listen, the hollering was that enough, was so gross. But when he put his hand on her, oh, I no. was just like. And her reaction was so, like, genuine. Yeah. And she was, like, really taking her back. And you could tell that she was, like, she didn't even really Mm-mm. feel like she could express right. what she was feeling in that moment. Because if I snap on you the way you deserve me to snap on you right now, in front of all of these white-ass housewives, it's, it's just going to add to the idea of me yes. being this angry-ass black bitch yep. who was just mad that, you know... Literally that. Mm-hmm. So she had to like literally like sit there face. and just be frustrated. I cannot believe that nigga touched her. Woo! I would and so aggressively too. Not a, just grabbed like, her. like grabbed her hand. Like you would grab a child who's about to step out into the street. Like, sir, I'm not one of your kids. Who the fuck is you talking to? Oh, I know they have no. like a history and a friendship and stuff care. like that, but Mm-mm. that was so gross. No, nigga, that friendship if it would, if it did <laughs> exist would be done. Hell no, because you're not about to do that shit to me in front of all these white ass yeah. bitches just it was because they're paying I your hated fucking it. shit. I hated it a lot. So, last but not least, Twenty One Savage has been granted bail. Um, I saw a picture of him uh, out with his mom very recently. Oh, so. Good. That's good to hear. Shout out to all the blacks who worked on that. Seems like they're still um, working on what they're actually going to do in terms of deportation or not and all of that. Uh, But in the meantime, between time, this has started a brand new beef with uh, two unrelated ass niggas. Chris Brown posted a 21 Savage meme on his Instagram page. Oh, God. And it was 21 Savage at a cypher somewhere, but they dubbed it with like uh, some like UK grime rapper. I love grime. So, I mean, who does? Well, some people. I love people. <laughs> um, so, uh, Offset posted in the comments, memes ain't funny, lame. I'm so proud of him for spending, spelling all these words right. Oh, okay. Good for him. All right, Offset. Um, Chris Brown responded, Fuck you, little boy. Better worry about what you got going and focus on you. All this cap on IG is what's lame. The kids told me what cap means. It means like untruths, mm-hmm. fallacies. No cap. Your energy won't like... Your, what? Yep. Your energy won't like that when I came to the Drake show in L.A. If you don't get your hip hop, a hip, a hip to the hip, hip hop, and don't stop the rocking face ass, how my comments, you sensitive ass nigga. 
I can't breathe. <laughs> Call me personally. You want some clout when all you got to do is pull up. No camera, no flexing, and all at. If you what? If you a real man, fight me. Oh, and another thing. Suck my dick. <laughs> Offset went on Instagram Live uh, where he used a black background and the white typewriter font to spell the words, Cokehead don't want smoking machine. <laughs> Oh, please don't make me be on offset, sir. I kind of <laughs> thought that that was an effective response. That's funny as hell. <laughs> like, sir, you're coked out right now. I know it and you know it. And you really don't want me to pull up. So don't act like this. Um, Chris Brown wasn't done there. He used his Instagram to highlight, again, the same memes ain't funny lame comment. I guess he didn't see the cokehead part at that point. And he said, if he don't get his earth, wind, and fire pootie tank spacesuit wearing cap-ass little boy the fuck out my comments and off my date. You know, sometimes when you're high, you also don't really um, grab onto grammar. I'm so confused by all these, like, is he making fun of Offset for being old? Because... He's older than Offset is. I think he's making fun of Offset for um, looking kind of like a pimp named Slutback. Okay. I thought these were a bunch of old, like the hip hop, the hippie to the hop. Like I thought he was trying to call this nigga old, but like there's nothing about Offset or the Migos that is dated. Like they are making the rumble, the mumble rap shit that everybody loves. So, I mean, I didn't really get that, but uh, you know, I can chalk that up to the coke. Um, <laughs> I can't. Offset uh, posted again on his his IG source. I ain't really have too much rap. Oh, here we go. I ain't really have too much rap for you on this social media shit. But since that's where you want to take it, tell the people why you had your management reach out to squash the shit. Check my record and check. Oh, I was gonna. Oh, that's um. I was gonna do an impression, but I forgot. Offset is not takeoff. Takeoff is the one that talks like Yogi Bear. I don't know. I don't know. Takeoff is the who left who left me off bad and bougie one. Oh, he talks just like your. Do I look like I get Which one is Dayton Carucci or used to? Quavo. Quavo. Yeah. Okay. He's Dina. <laughs> Turn the you either around. get it or you don't. <laughs> Some black girl just got a text from her home. Who's Dina? <laughs> it's sophisticated looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Happy Black History Month. Check. <laughs> okay, so he said, um, tell him why you had uh, your management reach out to squash the shit. Check my record and check yours. Only people you go toe-to-toe with is women. That's for lame niggas. Well, damn. Oh, and, oh, and by the way, <laughs> I'm going to smack the shit out of you when I see you. This is so fucking stupid. Only people you go to toe to toe with is women. Oh, that took me out. Offset is effective. You know, he doesn't. Shit. He doesn't really have like. Whew. You know, there there isn't much source there in in and like. Oh man. The jokes, like he's not really constructing jokes the no. way that Chris Brown is. Chris Brown's jokes were really good, especially <laughs> if you look at Offset's attire. Okay. However, Offset is straight to the point and he's just, he's not going the comedic no, route. No, he isn't. He's just telling the truth and letting the truth be funny on its own. Which is even better if you ask me. <laughs> Love it. Um, 
They also shared um, back and forths that they had with each other on on DMs on Instagram. Oh, God. Chris Brown put his actual address on there. I saw that. I was like, why in the fuck would you do that? Told the nigga to come to his house so they could fight. You already dealing with random people breaking and hiding in your house. Why would you do that? Right. <laughs> Remember when some bitch lived yes. in Chris Brown's house for like six weeks? And went into his fucking fridge and was yeah. eating crudite platters and all yeah. kinds of shit. <laughs> Yes. In his bathrobes, and yes. Didn't even find out because what's her name? Rain. What's his royalty? <laughs> didn't even find out till royalty was like, I'm missing three boxes of fruit. Lil Kim's baby name is Rain. <laughs> yes, that I was about to say, Royal who, who Rain. is Royal Rain? Yeah. But that's Lil Kim's child. Kim's baby. Also adorable. I just love that Kim is a mommy. Right? Yeah, it's so cute. It is cute. Um, so yeah, there's just a whole bunch more shit. This nigga literally <laughs> went on a whole roast of offset, which is like I prefer this over the threats of violence. Neither one of y'all needs to be in a position where you fight right. anybody over you don't. anything. You don't. Especially not a 21 Savage meme. Like, I get... Listen, I get it being funny that that 21 Savage is British. And I also get that it's not funny to joke about the situation. The ice is not funny. Like, at all. At all. <laughs> so, I would much rather, like Chris Brown posted... A pimp named Slickback side by side with Offset. Here's one with him off side by side with Pootie Tang. Oh, God. <laughs> he captions it Sadate. <laughs> I didn't watch Pootie Tang. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> In hindsight, I'm really glad I didn't. It's really didn't bad. that white man write it? <laughs> What's his name? The white man with the red hair. And everybody got mad at him for. White man with the red hair. He was like. Asking female comics to suck his dick or whatever. What's his oh, name? Oh, Louis C.K.? Yes, Louis C.K. Oh my God, he did write it. Yeah. No, I did not you. know that. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm not looking at that. Y'all what? Y'all got me fucked up. Written and directed by? Hell no. I knew from the previews that was going to be a mess. But wow. niggas love Pootie Tang, so. Because Pootie Tang was on the Chris Rock show at first, but I didn't know that Louis C.K. wrote this. Mm -hmm. That's why Chris Brock lets him say nigger. Yep. That's it. A lot, of, a lot of things fell into place once I figured that out. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Wow. I get it. You I learn get something it new every fucking day. You do. Day. You really do. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of these jokes are really funny, and I really doubt that these niggas are going to come to blows. I hope they don't see each other at some the BT experience or some shit in the summer, and next thing you know, it's the shade room. It's not that deep. You niggas are just like, you know, your product's toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Niggas are really like so tired of that. They're so tired of yeah, it. Yeah, they are. They're... But like simultaneously trying to figure out if what it's a real thing. Toxic homosexuality. What about? Ooh, I'll write about that. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you actually listen to gay people? Because if you did, I mean, we talk about it. Would it would not take long <laughs> for you to hear. We hold ourselves about accountable. These niggas, okay. Same with lesbians. Drag other lesbians. Day, I yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I saw a tweet from a gay girl that said something along the lines of, "So, uh, you straight bitches can stop coming over here every time your <laughs> niggas cheating on you because, uh, surprise, we break hearts too." Facts. Yes, yeah, so a lot of y'all thought women were safer, and they are not. Yes, um, my lesbian friends, slow singing as well as flower That's bringing. What they do? They do it. <laughs> Especially the don't get involved, don't catch feelings for like one of these young MA types, girl. Girl, you thought only niggas could break your heart, sis. You will be parked outside that lesbian's house at 4.30 a.m. Honking, throwing shit at her windows. Don't do it. Don't play yourself. I really yeah. 
ate this bitch pussy. I did. I ate pussy. And she has the nerve. I like I put my face in it. I, I did on that. Instagram was it? She gotta die. <laughs> She told me she was going to bed, but then I looked in the activity and I see that she wrote a comment on her friend's post 22 minutes ago. Something ain't right. Yeah, my stud friends are such niggas. No, they really are. Ugh, yeah. I'll never find love. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it. about it for this weekend. Um, hot Tops. We were eight bottoms in power. Eight. When we eight. were young. We'll be right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important black stories black truth is a celebration of blackness from npr each of npr's black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so it is time now for... Listener letters. It is. Sorry, guys. I'm fighting a little bit of a cold. Um, send your That's questions fine. to asktherita at gmail.com. We have a lot of updates this week. Well, a few, a couple. Um, a lot of people emailed in with the woman whose husband smokes and she is grossed out by it mm-hmm. and said, Has he tried vaping? And I did not think of that. So maybe if he, because don't they make nicotine vapes as oh, well? Yes. Without all the Countless terrible smell. Things. That's yeah. the thing. So maybe vaping if he's open to that. Asking to try it. I know a lot of people are like, it's not the same. It's it really not same. is not it the isn't. same. Even vaping weed is not the same as smoking a blunt. But <gasps> I vape because the fuck are you telling? <laughs> it's healthier for me. I'm tired of getting sick because I'm smoking. Healthier for me as well. Although I haven't gotten sick very much since I stopped sharing blunts. 
I think it was more of sharing blunts and not knowing where where niggas, you know, lips and tongues have been. That might be it. think so. But, yes, uh, so maybe try vaping. We also got an update from the girl who... um, had been fucking around with this dude who remember they opened the relationship and he was like I can't believe we fucking right now and she yes. slept with him so Laquita hit us back and said thank you for the hilarious and thoughtful feedback since I wrote you Spongebob's girlfriend has been annoyed about our relationship I bet and has emotional episodes I take that with a grain of salt. Yesterday, as advised, I went with the third option to try and just be friends. We planned to get together after work and homegirl was mad again that we were hanging out. I told him I wanted to end it because of the baggage and his self-esteem issues. He was shocked and really sad, but agreed that his girlfriend is terrible and that he does have these issues. Yeah. We talked for a long time and I was sad to hear him say that he doesn't think highly of himself. Oh, he also mentioned that he has other friends that feel the same way I do about her. Today, he told me he feels weird and sort of empty and that he was going to talk to her tonight. I wouldn't be surprised if nothing changes for his situation, which is unfortunate, but not my problem. Still, I hope we can remain friends. Thanks again. Love, La- Laquita. Laquita. Don't remember how I pronounced it, but I yeah. I um, Yeah, I'm sorry that, yeah, you know, oof, yeah. that's rough that he's like, yeah, I don't really like me either, so I can't blame you for not wanting to be here. But you're right in that it is not your problem. Mm-hmm. However, if you do uh, plan on remaining friends for him, friends with him, then be his friend, you know, because right. that's definitely something that he could use right now. And, you know, fuck his girlfriend for, like, taking advantage of him and more than likely being fully aware of these insecurities and the way that he feels about himself and taking advantage of that so that right. she can I guess you know go and be fast or <laughs> use him for whatever but yeah um, the fact that he also has other friends who say the same thing but he remains in that situation is like unfortunate Very and it's telling. also a testament <laughs> yes to how he feels about himself and right. shit but like like I said if you're gonna be his friend then be his friend because it sounds like he could use one yeah it really does and he's probably not gonna break up with her without the encouragement of people like you and yeah. he really needs to yeah so, he really does you're a nice person um, also we had three different managers at Equinox hit us up and say yes our clubs are incredibly clean but there is nut all over the men's locker rooms <laughs> Kifiri is not lying Some, <laughs> one of them said that they just had somebody complain about stepping in it like last week in it stepped in it well I don't know why y'all walking around barefoot and they well it's a locker well I also do not walk around barefoot in the locker room Girl. I take my flip flops but you know the women we just don't have that issue yeah it's I just mean no one's there. just busting thank nuts. god thank god <laughs> they're just not but yeah <laughs> we, I couldn't handle it the one of them said that she has to like constantly monitor the steam room for sexual activity I mean, that's because the men will just be in there busting down. Like, Absolutely. what are you? Not even New York. Two of these are in New York, and one is in L.A. So oh, that doesn't surprise me. That does. I'm sure it's every gym you could think probably, of. Probably, like. yeah, probably. Um, we also got an update from the young lady who figured out she was pregnant off of her, um, or found out she was pregnant off of this nigga who was just trash, and then also had an abusive record. Remember? Oh, like I think it was last week. <laughs> That girl. That one blew off my eyebrows. She said, thanks for the advice. I did tell my now ex-bae about the pregnancy. He told me that abortion isn't an option because it goes against the will of God. However, I terminated my pregnancy because that was a decision between me and God and God is forgiving. I couldn't picture myself with a lifetime of dysfunction with this man. Plus, he doesn't have taxable, taxable income. Therefore, there was no guarantee of child support. He did not take the breakup well. He called me crazy and said I wouldn't find anyone to lay it down better. He also told me he, quote, isn't afraid to rock that orange jumpsuit. 
Yikes, that's scary. Thus, I'm being very cautious. I already notified my family and friends about the possible threat. Thanks see? again, Monet. You see what you have to worry see? about even when you leave, niggas? See? God damn. See? God damn, dog. First of all, you write about that child support thing. You know, he does under-the-table mechanic work on purposes so that the IRS is never going to find him and the child support niggas won't either. All I'm going to say is, girl, Ooh. the next time that you get a big, bright red flag in the front of your face... A lot of them. ...about one of these... I mean, even one, but sis, you got... He gave you a list. All of them. Yep. Grand Prix, every flag, all of the flags. So... Yeah. Follow that. Mm-hmm. Follow that instinct in, in, into freedom. I truly hope this man leaves you alone and lets you go on with your life. God, I hope so. Ugh, I mean, he niggas. got plenty of other kids he needs to be taken care of anyway. Right. So. It's just wild that you have to worry about a man like coming after you, stalking you after you leave him. Like, or you could just go away and leave me alone and like not threaten bodily harm because you're not scared to go into prison. Like, what? Ugh. Ugh, niggas. Suck. Yeah. Okay. On to the questions this week. Um, let's start with, hmm, where do we go? Here we go. A weed question. This comes from Whoopi, who says, I'm a 30-year-old independent, educated black woman who smokes hella weed. I have two jobs, a house, a car, and I pay all my bills on my own, including my weed budget, which I have down to a science. I live with my girlfriend, who I've been with for three years now. She smokes as much as I do, if not more, because I work a lot and she's at home way more often than I am. At the beginning of our relationship, we were both working shitty jobs and split the weed bill 50-50. That is love. Ain't it? Now that I have two good (laughs) jobs and she has one decent one, I've taken on the weed bill alone. Here's my problem. She still smokes it like she's putting in on it. (laughs) (laughs) She smokes before work. She smokes at work with her friends. (laughs) And I have to (laughs) re-up. This is real love. I find myself having to re-up more often than I would like. This is the kind of issues I want in a relationship. Right? Yes. For about the past six months, I've been putting the weed up when I leave the house. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) But she always has a blunt rolled and ready when she walks in the house. (laughs) We smoke every time we're in the house together. Listen. Today, I got a text asking why I don't leave the weed out when I'm not home. Bitch. I stated my you concerns. You didn't put in on this, man. And I even asked her if she would like to go back to splitting it 50-50, but she said no and added that my mentality is all fucked up because I get paid more and so I should front the weed bill. What do y'all what? think from one weed smoker to the next? Thanks. What'd she say? Oprah? Whoopee. <laughs> I picked this one because this is just so easy. <laughs> right. It's, it's, I mean, it's quite easy for me. Right. I mean, I love weed. Weed can be a tool. Yeah. <laughs> but weed is also recreational as hell for most of us. Yeah. And since if you're not putting in on it, then you can't just smoke it with wild abandon. And even, it would be one thing if you smoked it, but she's sharing it with her fucking friends. That's. Bitch. That. Like, have you lost your mind? Pardon the pun. That blows me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that what absolutely not girl. so because i make more money than i should be fronting the weed but i should right. just be this no let me no. tell you something Mm-mm. no 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 <laughs> as a weed smoker myself and um uh, to the degree in which i enjoy it mm-hmm. and to the degree in which it supports me <laughs> i mean let's be real let's just be honest gets me out of the house a lot 
it's not even a thing of me having a problem in, in sharing something like that, especially in a relationship. But we, my nigga, if you're not putting anything in on this, right. you're not going to govern how this weed is distributed, when it is out, when it is in, or anything like that. Because if I'm paying for all of the weed, I want to make sure that when I want, I'm going to make sure that yes. when I want some weed, there's some weed there mm-hmm. in the amount that I want. Maybe I want one blunt tonight. Maybe I want four blunts tonight. Yeah. But whether I want one, four, or 17, I know how much I how much weed is there because I bought all of it. Damn, 17 blunts. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a stressful day. It's yeah. <laughs> a lot going on. I don't know where you live, bitch. If you live in the city, you know what I'm talking about. Either way, I just think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ridiculous for that. No, and, and like, she clearly... you. She's not Mm-mm. she's no she's no novice when it comes to weed smoking. She has a blunt prepared when mm-hmm. she arrives just for safekeeping. That is someone who <laughs> takes the lifestyle seriously. Right. So where are you missing the portion where if you didn't put in on it, you should just be glad that you high yeah, ever. I don't get that. Like especially once we transition to you know my boo is making more money so she's like very generously offering to buy the weed for for us if i were in this situation i think i would be like more stingy when my friends came out i'd be like oh i'm sorry my nigga bought this sweet girl <laughs> so i mean unless you hold that five ten to put on it bitch this is my man this is the house weed okay my man did that, <laughs> that. <laughs> my man got two jobs that yes rochelle <laughs> two I'm not playing. Absolutely not. she's a mess for that. (laughs) I'm very much the same one. Like, y'all want to come over here and kick it or whatever. That's cool. This weed is um, for my nigga and part-time for me. (laughs) None of you may have it. You bitches can't. And if you smoke some, you at least gonna throw me a little bit of cash so I can be like, babe, my friends came over, you know, at 3 p.m. because none of us work like that. Very much that. And we did get high. However, I collected $35. That is right. And we, this is going, so this is for you, babe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because all she's doing, she's fucking herself over, sharing her, sharing your weed with yeah. every goddamn body in the yeah. house. Oh no, sis. that means less <laughs> weed for you and her. Yeah, tell her that you, you might make more money, but you are not, you know, gunning to get rid of all of it. <laughs> you would not like to spend, you know, three hundred percent more than you were spending on weed to support her habits. So yeah, she definitely should be willing to put in on what she smokes. I'm not even saying you got to split it half, but girl, throw me something. Tell me something, sis. Put a 20 twin twin on it. Because when you want a blunt and don't have no weed and you know you bought weed, I can't think of anything more frustrating. My day's fucked. <laughs> Woo, see? Past the, that. the Lord know I need to be by my damn self. Because I'm already extremely generous with weed. Me too. I take my little weed bag with me to parties and events and stuff. Random strangers. I'd be like, would you like a blunt? You can't smoke mine, but I will roll a couple of community blunts. And y'all can have at it. Like, I am very generous that way. But if you try to take advantage of that, I'm going to be like, okay, well, I guess it ain't no weed. And it's so easy, too. <sighs> it's so easy for for that type of nigga, too, especially. Yeah. I've been in social studies before where I've either had alcohol or weed. Dustin has had weed or alcohol. And, you know, we just sharing yeah. and things like that. But then some people will get a little too familiar a little too comfortable they do and it's not even about the weed or the alcohol it's the principle of the situation just like in this situation because very clearly you can afford weed yes but (laughs) and and this isn't just your your homie your roommate 
your, you know, coworker or whatever. Like, right. this is somebody that you're in a relationship with, which is why the bitch is mm. getting weed in the first place without paying for it. But it's a two-way street. Nigga, yes. off, do something. Offer yes. something. Be reasonable. <laughs> right. Reasonable is what she's missing here. Yes. Girlfriend is going off the DVM because her man got her, you know, her studs been got two jobs. And right. so she feel like, bitch, I get to coast. And I just don't understand why you won't just coast and also make things easier for that nigga. Let me tell you something, man. You're coming home to cooked food and these strains Listen. laid out on a platter. Man. Would you like you OG Kush today? I'm such a good girlfriend, honestly. Would you like honestly. some granddaddy perp? I'm such a good girlfriend. That is the type <laughs> of blue shit dream. I do. Same. You come home from work, I got you dinner, drinks, and blunts rolled and ready to go. What are we watching on Netflix? This <laughs> the only is thing I'm am. not doing is putting no pedals all over the fucking place. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. Because as Kia says, who is going <laughs> who to clean Who is going to up? clean that up? Because <laughs> I'm not, that's not going in my vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I walk right through the door and do Monique. Oh. (laughs) 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 So let's see the first rose petal on Oh, God, I can't. All right. Next question comes from Keisha, who says, last week, the episode of The Read dropped early on Wednesday instead of Thursday. It did. So I leaned over and asked my coworker, my favorite podcast just dropped their episode a day early. Should I listen today or wait till tomorrow? I asked this because Thursday is my favorite day of the week because the read drops and then I get to look forward to Friday. A lot of people say that. That's fine. They'd be like, the read coming out means the week is almost over, bitch. <laughs> Whatever gets y'all through, man, for real. Got it. I was hesitant to listen to the episode because I thought that I would think the next day would be Friday when it would really only be Thursday. And since I'm in corporate America, everybody looks forward to Friday. If this goes where I think it's going. (laughs) She asked me the name of the podcast and I told her, not thinking that she was about to go look it up and listen herself. But of course, that is what she did. As I mentioned in the beginning of my email, I love your show so much. Oh, yeah. I didn't say all that part. She said very nice things at the top. Um, and I hold it near and dear to my heart as something I truly treasure. Normally, I have no problem telling unproblematic people about the show and wanting them to listen too. But she is a white woman who is trying to become unproblematic. How? By talking to me about the State of the Union. <laughs> oh, my God. Talking to me about black shows on Netflix. And even having a discussion about lack of retailers catering their advertising to black women when black women make up a huge deal of their customer base like Mary Kay and Avon. But she also tells me about her borderline racist family and all of their racist family. And even once told me a story of how her white mama used to say the N word and how she used to also use it. Nice. I have felt uneasy talking to her about why white people shouldn't be problematic. And now that I've introduced her to the show, I'm afraid that she may have criticism or want to discuss things talked about on the read. And all I want to do is listen and laugh every week and enjoy the show. Should I explain to her how I feel and ask her that if she does continue to and ask her that if she does continue listening to the show, what should I explain to her how I feel and ask her and ask her? Mm. I don't know what you were trying to say there, but <laughs> I honestly just don't want her listening at all. But I understand that this is my fault because I introduced her to the show. Please help with love, Keisha. I mean, what can you imagine or what do you think is going to happen First of all, don't do me no favors. Just, I, don't fuck, I don't give a fuck what she think about. But um, okay. I mean, I can't imagine what is going to come of this. White people are like, white people who are like suffering through white guilt, if you call it suffering, and like, there you go, that's it right there. And like desperately reaching out to the closest black person for validation that mm-hmm. they're not a piece of shit. Yeah, it's so frustrating, my nigga. Like, I don't like. If if you're trying to be an ally and stuff like that, then just 
be an ally. Like you yes. can do your own homework, your own internal work. You can like evaluate yourself. I tweeted the other day, when's the last time you uh, checked yourself? Which was so fucking stupid because 95% of people said, right before I wrecked myself. Oh, how did I Every guess? Every fucking body. <laughs> how did, did I guess? Everybody. <laughs> But, like, check yourself, my nigga. Like, you don't need to come over here and get, like, all this confirmation. You don't have to come over here and talk to me about everything that Trump did that was stupid. Oh, my God. We don't have to talk about, like, we don't have to go on, like, fucking season reviews of every black show and all this fucking shit. Like, you want to do better. And and you allegedly can't stand white people that ain't shit. Put that into action, nigga. You don't have to do all this fucking shit. Furthermore. You don't. My podcast that I'm listening to at my at this job or whatever. That's my me time. That's mm-hmm. my escape or whatever. I'm not looking for a uh, water water cooler talk. Yeah, no. We don't need to do any of that. I mean, especially because the read is probably not work appropriate at all. It just depends on where you work, but it probably isn't. God forbid HR find out you yes. listen to this bullshit. You're probably the only black person she has access to in her real life. Probably. So she just lets all this out when a real ally who like hates racism and is committed to fighting against anti-blackness will just be like oh that donald trump what a racist fuck nugget am i right and like <laughs> just move on it doesn't have to be hey girl here's all the black things i heard about this week let's talk about ralph northam like let's not bitch i don't want to believe it or not black people do not want to relive their trauma in front of you so that you can get Thank feel you. good points thank you <laughs> so that you can feel better about thank being an ally sis we we already don't like the headlines we already thank don't want to read the news why would we want to then discuss it with a white person me being as like i don't want to say woke me being Ugh, like I as like woke observant there you go. As as I am. Aware. Aware. Thank you. Yes. I don't know why that didn't just immediately come to me. But being as aware as I am as a black person and then having black family and black friends in my life mm. is enough. It you is. know what I'm saying? The it headlines, is. I don't miss them. I live in my black skin every mm-hmm. single day. Yes. Every fucking year, black movies make it to the Oscars because they were about art trial. Well, I should change that. We're getting we're getting better with some of the I mean, slowly nominations but these days. Slowly. But surely, but you get what I'm saying. Like it's enough just being black, and then us specifically. The, the niggas at this point just say sick them. Like nobody even like, like nobody's even like Crystal. Have you heard about this? It just be like get them now, get them right now. I'm very tired, so we don't need to be reminded constantly, especially in a work environment where many of us want to do our work and go the fuck home, mm-hmm. to be minded, oh yeah, we're, you're black and white people are awful and we hate you. <laughs> but not me. No, I, not me. I'm so, I'm, I'm so for But I was people. listening to Rachel Maddow last night. Oh my God. She made some really good points. Life changing. <laughs> Have you watched Dear White People? It's so, so good, good, right? Oh my God, it's like so funny. I just loved all of the topics they hit. Yeah. Well, if she's trying to be unproblematic, tell her to listen to the read and and process it without your help tell her to not talk to you about it it's very difficult for a lot of white people to listen to this show because we don't try to make them feel better about the ways that they are fucking up you know as a whole the way white privilege dominates our society and permeates every aspect of it so why would you want us to like yeah we're not gonna do that as either so next time just tell her it's called crystal and west girl yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> like, That's the name know. of it. It's not on everybody's phone. I think it's only on black people's phones. So you can look, but <laughs> I don't think it's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't really know. I think it's like a black You have to have an access code. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny if you had to have like a, a Negro access oh code to God. listen to the read? <laughs> Convince her that the black card is a real thing. <laughs> Tell her the black cards are real. Yes. And that's like you. And yeah, if you don't have a black card saved in your wallet, yeah. on your phone, then you will not be allowed to download or stream the episode. It just works like that. But I don't even have American Express. Oh, Molly. Doesn't, oh, Molly. doesn't matter, girl. So why do you? Don't even. It's not the black card we're talking about. <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about. Negro card. <laughs> Woo, good luck, though, because I know as soon as you said the read, you were like, fuck, why did I do that? Yeah. I don't know why I told that bitch that. All right. We have one about a woman who is going back to school and her husband feels away. We have one, mm, damn, well, now I don't know, damn, I don't know what to do. I'd be wanting to do every question that I I pick out. What's another option? Well, there's so many. There's a girl who's talking about what she wants to do as far as pregnancy is concerned. There's a guy who has an issue with something his sister's doing, but it's not really any of his business. You know what? Let's just do the one about going back to school. Yeah, I like. I want to do that one. Yeah. This is from Jim. She says, I'm a 25-year-old woman. I've been married to my 30-year-old husband for three years, and we don't have any kids. Wait, how old is she? She's 25. He's okay. 30. Okay. Married for three years. No yeah. kids. No children. Recently, I went through a major life change, which involved me being accepted to my dream school, but it is far away from my partner, eight hours by car, 90 minutes by plane. Woo. Due to his job, he will not have the option to relocate with me to my new city for about two years, but we are blessed with the time and the budget to visit one another once a month, plus holidays and summer breaks. This is not our first time doing distance due to career paths, and in the past, we've handled the separation fairly well. Nevertheless, this most recent move has become a huge issue in our relationship. To me, getting my degree is a crucial step in my personal and professional development, but to my husband, who already has a degree, this is a betrayal. Girl... He thinks this was a selfish decision on my part, and he thinks our marriage will disintegrate unless I drop out and move home until he can move here in two years. Since I started my program in January, I felt a huge sense of freedom and excitement. I love my classes and interacting with new people every day. The one cloud in my sky is my call home every night. Damn. My husband's anger and sadness oozes through the phone as he refuses to be affectionate or upbeat in protest to my decision to, quote, leave him. I am trying to maintain our emotional connection, but it feels one-sided. And frankly, a bitch is starting to feel resentful. Am I tripping to be annoyed with this man? This move was definitely in my best interest and not his. But why can't he just be happy for me? It makes me wonder how supportive he might be of my other opportunities going forward. I'm enjoying my autonomy living here alone. (laughs) Well, damn. And I wonder if this is a sign that I settled down too young. Well, baby, you got married at 22, sis. So... There's that. I know y'all don't like to encourage divorce, but what would you do in my situation? Is this a red flag or am I being really self-centered? We have no kids to consider. And although he is helping me financially while I'm in school, I could make ends meet if we parted ways. Sorry for the novel. Any advice you have will be greatly appreciated. Much love. Jim, P.S. This has nothing to do with me wanting to see other people. I have too much focus on school to worry about that. Yeah, I never even considered that. Since. I didn't either. Uh, but this, this is... We got probably three or four letters along the same line of like, my man is cool, but here are some things that he's doing that have me worried because I feel like he's mm. not being as supportive as he should. 
niggas are not really accustomed to or I don't know how many niggas are prepared to see women like um do the things they do you know like stand up and like aspire you know what I'm saying like like work towards something on their own yeah. especially like niggas have who have this like really old usually misogynistic and antiquated way of thinking where it's like you do this and you provide they provide this and, and blah 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 like right. you know whether it could have your your school could have been an hour and a half away you know what I'm saying two hours away from wherever the fuck that nigga is at and it could have still been a problem because right. women in my opinion, again, I'm only speaking from the brain that God gave me and where it is today. But in my opinion, a lot of men are kind of, um, they're not really prepared for mm-hmm. women to like make decisions that don't benefit them as the guy mm-hmm. or like sort of leave them out. And don't get me wrong, like it could be just something as simple as, you know, y'all have been separated before in the past because of things and he's just not prepared to be without you mm-hmm. or and things like that. But you don't have kids, as you've said before. And this is something that you're doing for your best interest. You're not going to like, you know, train to be on the MTV challenge. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're not, not going, going on the real world. <laughs> right. You're not leaving him to do the bad girls club, my nigga. Like... <laughs> You're doing something amazing. And you're 25. Like, you should be supported. And I get, like, the bittersweetness of it because of the distance and stuff like that. But And long distance don't work for everybody. But you Mm -hmm. said it worked for y'all before. I just... Yeah. He got to tighten up and understand that you're doing something for you. It's probably easy for him to to be selfish in that situation because he's 30 and he's got, you know, his degree right. and blah, blah, blah. And probably so, got the job he wants and all that. Right. Why aren't you just running behind me and doing whatever the fuck I want you to do? Damn, nigga, because can I want to be my own fucking person? <laughs> Why don't you just go to a school around the corner? Because this is the school that I've dreamt of going to. What are you missing? Right, because I don't want to go to Prairieville Community College. I want to go to my dream school <laughs> in fucking Texas. And You're I'm a gonna fucking, fucking role. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm just saying, like, men are not used to women deciding that they are going to have their own shit and be autonomous. Like she said, she's enjoying, like, oh, I live alone and can do things on my own and there ain't no nigga. And I don't know your nigga, but some, for some niggas, that is uncomfortable for Yeah, them. like, oh, wait, she don't need me? Like, what? But shouldn't I not need well, you? Why are we even together if you don't? <laughs> you, like, d- uh, I get that this is hard. You know, y'all are, it's only a 90 minute flight, but you know, we, everybody ain't got the money to be, you know, y'all are clearly not flying to see each other three times a week. Right. Once a month is, is bad enough. That's, you know, that's in a marriage. I feel like that is People have made a lot of strain. Longer distances work. They have. They have. And it's very hard, but it's not impossible. It isn't. My one of my closest friends. Hey, Terry, I know you're not listening because you just had your eyes done. But hey, girl, <laughs> she um, when she and her husband, you know, after college, they went on their medical school paths. I don't even remember exactly how that went. It sounds like a long walk. and not home. It is. It is a long fucking walk. But, you know, at different points throughout their marriage, they lived in different states. He was in med school in one place. She was at home you know supporting him and holding him down and then once he got through med school she went and it was like he was doing the same thing like supporting her it should be a back and forth and at no point was her husband gonna be like I mean I know you want to be a doctor but do you got to be a doctor I'm already a doctor it's like no she's still her own person she had these dreams before she met you and if you really love and support her then you will want her to be fulfilled in her life being sad slash upset about it 
makes sense. But if you're going to be doing all of this moaning and hollering and now you want to act all pissy and, and not be nice or whatever because I'm trying to better myself and you know why, like, what are we supposed to do then? You could obviously try the therapy route. I suggest it all the time because, mm-hmm. again, we two niggas that smoke weed and drink Hennessy, girl. Yes. We are not even a young no. She shouldn't even... <laughs> Anyways, even though Yama has been killing it lately, a lot. Listen, did you watch the episode where the mama lied on the daddy about molesting the kids? Nigga, that was the first time I saw two episodes of Yama because it was, of course, it was a double parter. Yeah, but I was like, yo, Yama, even her little stunts and tricks that normally get on my nerves, they were useful in this context. She's not like she's not. She's a far more qualified than we are. Way, way, <laughs> leaps and bounds. Yes. Yanla be hitting on a lot of points sometimes. She do. She do. <laughs> either way, like, his attitude towards it fucking sucks. And he's, in my opinion, and again, I, when I'm in love, I love hard. And, and I hate love long distance too. Living in Harlem, I couldn't date a nigga who live in Brooklyn. So, like. Be real about it, nigga. Let me tell you something. I'm not doing it. Where? <laughs> Oh, the God damn. Like, so. Oh, no. I get it. So, you Mm-mm. know, I, I understand that. But at the same time, like, <coughs> you're not about to, like, try and shit on me and make me feel guilty for so doing something that is going to fulfill me, enrich me, further me, um, and something I've wanted to do in a place that I've dreamt right. of doing it. Like, I understand you being upset. I'm not, you know, doing cartwheels about us. I, I mean, I know she said that being she's away from you though. Enjoying, you know, yeah. but you know, you know, acting like I'm out here throwing parties and, and having orgies and shit. Cause I fucking right. can't stand your presence. Like, right. no, nah, nigga, like let's find a way to make it work. Yes. But you're not about to, every time we talk on the phone, you're trying to make me feel guilty or whatever. Cause I'm doing something to better myself and I'm 20 fucking five. Right. You'd be like, what you doing? He'd be like, Sitting in a dark, cold house by myself, feeling lonely, alone, without my wife. Like, Gonna oh. get some IHOP on Postmates. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, I don't know your man, obviously, but I would be concerned leaving any man for a long period of time like that that he was going to cheat. I would just think that automatically. Maybe your man, you know, y'all don't have that issue, but yeah, every nigga. Ain't. I do. Yeah, every nigga don't do that. But what I will say is, like, it is. This is difficult. But it can work if both of y'all want it to work. Yes. And it sounds like you are the only one who wants it to work. That's the red flag. Yes. That is that is the issue. If he was like, you know, just gung-ho about it, then you probably wouldn't even be writing us about it. But yeah, I would you leave you leaving him. What a toddler. Nigga, don't you don't want your wife to be happy with her life. You don't want her to do things that fulfill her. And you're only 25 years old. My God. Like, did he think you were just going like, to just never have any right. aspirations for yourself ever? This is ridiculous. So I would honestly fall back on trying so much and let him like try to save this relationship or let him reach out to me and be like, babe, I was tripping. You know, I just miss you and I ain't want you gone like that. But ultimately, I want the best for you. And I mean, you getting a degree is only going to add money to the household. It's only going to better things for the both of you. And it's not even like this has to be forever. So I don't. Yeah, I feel like your man is being ridiculous. But yeah, he's being childish. I would stop. Like you said that you're trying to maintain the emotional connection, but an emotional connection can't be maintained by only one person. It just can't. It has to be both people, you know, Care Bear staring. 
at Can one another. You know. I have not heard that in a so You know. It has to be both people like pouring <clears throat> that energy into one another in order for it to work. So yeah. tell that nigga to <laughs> straighten the fuck up or he don't have Tighten a wife. up, grow up. <laughs> yes. Or what do you want to do? Because bitch, I'm going to school. This is the school I always wanted to go to. I, you probably put your dreams on hold for the past few years so that he could establish himself at work and now he needs to do the fucking same. If you were to stay at home with him instead of going to school, you would just end up Resentful. having resent, resent, resentment for him anyway. Yes. So. Fuck that. All right, sis. Good luck to you. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We will be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back. It's time for our reads. It is. So I will start just by I have two, maybe three things to say. Okay. First, wow, Gucci. Who? Gucci. Oh, Gucci. I thought you said wild coochie. I was like, wait that, a minute. That too. <laughs> Wild Gucci and Wild Gucci. Oh, didn't we just do this with Wild Wild Gucci? Didn't we just do this with Gucci? Who was that brand that we just had to cuss out for this? Oh, Prada. Prada. Damn. Prada. Damn. Prada and the little uh, nigger monkey. Oh yes. Figurines and purses. <laughs> um, Gucci so said, hold my fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> So Gucci unveiled this sweater, turtleneck, balaclava. I don't even know how you say that. You got it. That, whatever. It allegedly comes in more than one color. The only one I've seen is this all black one that covers up your half your face. And right over your mouth are these giant red lips. Gucci is an Italian brand, right? Let me just. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Sure, just by being Gucci is also Gucci, incredibly sounds... aware of like racism, so I don't want to even hear it. Like, I don't even want to fucking hear it. Like, y'all weren't on alert after the like, Prada shit just happened. I don't even want to hear it. Like, there's no black people in the room at all. Girl, bye. And I think I've said before, like, I, I understand that there are plenty of black people in these spaces who are surrounded by white people and very much white people who are going to be, if you don't like it, bitch, not only can you leave, you'll never work in this town again. Mm -hmm. I know that to be fact. Absolutely. So I'm not even going to be like, even, there could be one little old black person in the room so you can say that you have one. <laughs> but that little old black person is not always going to sacrifice their, their you know, job. They're the money yeah, game, as Steve Harvey says. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you got to choose. <laughs> All right. I don't have suits and 
and and game shows and talk shows and all kinds of stuff that's bringing in all of this income. <laughs> this the one job I got, and I'm not about to. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, everybody can't up st- stand up on a soapbox or whatever. But the thing that irks, I saw the. I saw like the uh, apology, whatever statement that they originally put out before I saw the sweater itself. Oh, no. <laughs> and I just feel like at this point, there are just certain mm. things that need to be, ba- especially a company as large as this one. There are certain things that should be said in these rooms that the, the amount of eyes that these garments have to go past before they're actually created and then put into stores and all this stuff runways don't tell them and and listen blackface overseas they've got full parades blackface <laughs> yes day <laughs> you know in places okay. so they do i don't give a fuck what portion of italy is you're not confused Mm-mm. blackface is not like foreign to you no it isn't so the idea now that you want to come over here and, and have meetings in Harlem with Dapper Dan and whoever the fuck else. And I'm, it's just really disgusting and it's so late and sad. And I am starting to think, is this just a marketing scheme? Do y'all do these things to incite anger and frustration out of black people right. so that we can talk about your shit? Because the a, a large percentage of Gucci's uh, white a consumer mm-hmm. basis or whatever don't give a fuck about this oh yeah we'll buy that shit and wear it just because niggas hate it okay so it's like it's not just that you're losing you know black buyership first of all you got plenty of niggas who don't give a fuck Floyd Mayweather ends the like right but it's it's kind of saddening and it's gross because Gucci and like many other like High brand fashion mm-hmm. uh, brands, houses, labels, Luxury like shit. it. Yeah, like there's so many niggas who barely have two nickels or dimes to ru- to rub together, but they gravitate towards brands like that as a means to go out into the world and seem at least like they have things. Mm-hmm. And so then to to see us do that type of shit, and then at the same time, I feel like. These companies troll us because yeah. that's that Gucci sweater was bad. It was. The Prada shit was bad. Mm-hmm. Montclair? Who's Montclair? The pin? Did you see the Montclair jacket? No. Oh, God. Let me go. Montclair it. basically said, we lynching niggas. <laughs> like, like. No. Montclair went full black it, blackface. Like, wow. that coat. And it's crazy because I have a Montclair jacket. Of course you do. <laughs> God damn, this is a Sambo. Grinning on the fucking coat. All over Sambo print. What the hell? Wow. I remember buying the Montclair jacket that I have at a Montclair store in Miami. Alex is with me. And the lady who sold it to me was a black lady. And she was like, oh, this is the one that Drake wore in the online blink video. And I was like, oh, I love me some Drizzy. So I bought it. Did I see a blackface jacket in there? (laughs) No, I surely did. The fuck not. (laughs) And I had never seen it. And it's from like 2016 or something I saw. It's wild old. So the fact that I just saw it now leads me to believe anyway that Montclair as a whole knows what that jacket is giving and it was giving you regional Mm. and they fully (laughs) understand. Like, it's not even... Like, for instance, Katy Perry was getting dragged for those 
ugly ass shoes. I just brought up those shoes and I was going to ask if you had seen them. Those shoes are so goddamn ugly, I mean, bitch. it's ugly in the tan. It's ugly in the gold. It's ugly in every color <laughs> that they could have made it. It's just an ugly shoe. It doesn't give, like, to me, it doesn't give me as black faces like Montclair or even the Gucci sweater. Yes. But at the same time, like I said, you just didn't think this through. It just shouldn't even have, just don't get me, don't give me no blacks, no browns, with no giant red lips. Exactly. It's just basic. Just it doesn't don't even do need that. to be do, done. Yes. It's just, like, you're not going to lose no money. Woo. It's not, you know, there's so many different types of clothes and designs and prints and fabrics and cloths and whatever that you can make that will not have me reliving all God. of this bullshit. So I just refuse to believe that it's just. The show is, I mean, the show, the shoe is ugly as fuck yeah, anyway. Yeah, that shoe's so ugly. It should have never been sold. Apparently, it's a year old. Y'all just ain't been paying attention to Katy Perry, but yeah. ugh. That shoe is ugly in every fucking color. God damn. But it's just like, they're, these things. They're trolling us, yeah. They just don't need to be happening. I absolutely feel like we, we are getting trolled. And it's unfortunate. And I bought. Oh, no. I bought a full Gucci suit. That I was, I bought Gator it in boots? like dis- no, it's well? like a tracksuit, like oh, a really sparkly okay. tracksuit. Gotcha. I bought it in like December, and I was going to wear it to our show. That is like Damn. a week away or whatever. Still in the box, box as wow. Okay, hadn't worn it at all. We like a week out. All of a sudden, these niggas is out Damn. here putting monkeys on fucking sweaters. <laughs> How the fuck black ass dare you? <laughs> so I will be wearing a black designer anyway, as I should have been doing anyway from I the mean, get. But I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, young black boy wanting to stunt in his Gucci. Like, I don't. Of course there ain't. Inherently, but, there's nothing wrong with that. But when brands fuck up like this on such a huge fucking level, it's like, y'all really don't care about us. And I get that, you know, most of your consumers are white. Most of them don't give a fuck about this if they even found out about niggas it. Niggas spend money on Gucci. They do. Whether we really got that money to spend or not. True. Okay, every I just time watched I walked, Young M.A. unboxing some Gucci <laughs> shit on Instagram. <laughs> Young M.A. got Gucci money. Woo. But regardless, the dope boys be in Gucci every second of the month and they're in there, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> spending their hard-earned dope coins. And how the fuck dare you? So, fuck them for that and for all this uh, Gucci suit that I'm about to sell. Also, Michelle Rodriguez gets a hearty fuck you. Oh, God. Ugh. This sometimes gay I don't know where she lands on the spectrum I can't wear her either so I talked last week about Liam Neeson and the story that he invited us to <laughs> about we didn't ask how us. he searched for any random black bastard um, to murder after his uh, friend was was uh, raped so Leah, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, who's apparently friends with Liam Neeson, I don't know if they did a movie together, or they probably did, or maybe they're just friends, whatever. Um, she uh, spoke with, is this Vanity Fair? And said, it's all fucking bullshit. Liam Neeson's not a racist. Oh, this was at the Amphar Gala. Oh, man. <laughs> the Amphar Gala here in New York. She said, dude, let me just, again... Liam Neeson is not a racist, she says. Okay. Let's get into her reasoning. Okay. Dude, have you watched Widows? His tongue was so far down Viola Davis's throat. 
You can't call him a racist ever. Racists don't make out with the race that they hate, especially in the way he does with his tongue. You so deep down her throat, dumbass. I don't care <laughs> how good of an actor you are. It's all bullshit. Ignore it. He's not a racist. Girl. He's a loving man. It's all lies. Now, here's the thing, right? As I said last week, I fully understand that what what Liam Neeson was talking about was him that happened 40 years ago. And I do believe that he understands how disgusting and awful it is. Although, again, as I did say, he never mentioned and he never used the word racist until until people started calling him racist. Mm-hmm. He never described it as as a racist thing. And the topic never came up as a discussion on race. Mm. It was to promote his room, his movie, which apparently just bombed. But well, <laughs> yeah, taking on ice is not doing well. Who is shocked? <laughs> Um, so Michelle Rodriguez coming clear out of nowhere to try and call, say that this man is not racist. Yes. And then you re- not that like you've, you've been to Africa with him <laughs> and you've seen the work that he's done and he went to Flint and he <laughs> passed out what, like not because of any, anything like that. No. Because he made out with Viola Davis in a movie they were both acting in Mm -hmm. and paid handsomely to be in so first of all where the fuck do you get off talking about people don't make out with the race that they hate yes they fucking do all the time (laughs) what are you talking about yes they do (laughs) slave owners literally made out raped did all kinds of things with the people they hate what a dummy what are you even (laughs) what are you talking about little girl that was so. She, you said something else. You quoted her something else. She said towards the end. I was just like, "Bitch!" My eyes rolled all the way in the back of my head. I don't care how good of an actor you are. It's uh, all bullshit. Well, okay, girl. Ignore it. He's not a racist. He's a loving. How man. is it right? So how is it bullshit? How is it lies and all this when we w- would have never known had he not opened his own fucking mouth? He told us. <laughs> You act like TMZ came up with this and TMZ started the rumor and spread it around, you know, with the help of the Kardashians, girl. He said it. He never used it as a moment to ever talk about anything to do with race. It was basically all he said to us was one time somebody really close to me said that she was raped by a black person. So I went to go kill any black person that I could find because I was mad. And it just reminds me a lot of this character. Y'all go see Cold Pursuit. Like, what? Like, or we could not. <laughs> so what What conclusion do you expect oh, for people to come up with in this situation? And again, I'm talking as someone who understands, like, the time frame and all of this and all of that shit. But, sweetie, what you can literally just call yes. your friend and be like, my nigga... <laughs> I got your back, bro. <laughs> if you want to come over here and have some scotch or whatever, like, let's do that. Because I got your back and this this too shall pass. I'm so tired of non-black people trying to tell black people how to process race or racism or racists or anything of the like. It's just late. It's tired. It, and aren't you tired of saying sorry for it? Right. Because here Michelle is. Um, her Iowa's press release you can find on Instagram I believe if she hasn't deleted it it says to my friends and colleagues and my fans and community I want to deeply apologize for my recent choice of words and poor use of example in the pressure filled situation I defended a friend in the wrong way I now realize how insensitive it was and I had no intention of invoking such a terrible historical comparison I have learned from this and will grow from it one love Emrod so uh, Emrod you and this apology can Uh -uh. suck it 
it and um, I'll tell you why for the first sentence to my friends and colleagues and my fans and community where where are the people who are outraged (laughs) (laughs) because I'm sure your friends and most of your colleagues don't give a fuck yeah your fans and community probably don't give a shit either well so Where's the apology due to the people that you truly offended and pissed off? Between you and Gina Rodriguez trying to convince us that her daddy black, I don't even know like right. what's really oh, going God. on in the game right That's now. That's the other one's name, Gina. <laughs> Mama cried and was offered Kleenex via Sway. Talking about come through, Lord. <laughs> talking about her daddy dark skin and this and the like, like we couldn't just find pictures of her very not black daddy. Right, we could not dark, not we saw nothing, your daddy, girl. <laughs> you acted like your daddy was fresh off Amistad. <laughs> I don't understand you. <laughs> oh, in the black community, I love them so much, and they did it to them. Not but that I thought, much. I mean, you can't really be one of us and call us them at the same time. Which one is it? Which one is it, girl? That's I wanna end there. Yeah, okay. why not? I'm gonna end my reads there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you done cussing niggas out, you little yeah, tired. I'm, I'm tired. I've gotta save the energy for tomorrow. Well, I just have a few quick things and then I might also toss in a, a past three, but we'll see. Um, first and foremost, inside edition, y'all the fucking feds. I don't know if you saw this. Um, I didn't. They did a video, um, a news story, I guess, if you will. The caption on Twitter says, Subway fare beaters are costing New York millions, so Inside Edition decided to confront them. Shut the fuck up. The accompanying video is Inside Edition, set up in various subway stations, videotaping people as they sneak past the turnstiles without paying and coming to the subway station. You are fucking lying. I am not. And... At various points throughout the video, the white host actually chases people down like, hey, you didn't pay. What's going on? Why you didn't pay? That's the quickest way to get your ass dragged. She chased after a black man like that. And he turned around like, yo, back the fuck up off me. And like swatted the mic away. And she's like, don't touch me. And he was like, yo, back the fuck up. Like, bitch, what are you doing? (laughs) What? Towards the end, this black girl was like, okay, yeah, I did. What y'all gonna do? What you gonna do about it? And the lady was like, it's illegal. And she was like, okay, are you the cops? Are you gonna arrest me? Or, okay, so I'm gonna go then. I was like, first very of all, much that <laughs> the realness, very much that <laughs> the whole video made me wonder. Well, bitch, why am I paying to use the fucking train? Right. But <laughs> more importantly, I could not believe this. Felt like would not be surprised if this was some propaganda coming from upstate to try to make it seem like the MTA is not wouldn't shock me. <laughs> all the failures of the MTA are not you know directly related to the people running the MTA and instead we should blame you know the 5 or 10% people of people who don't pay style. for their fucking right. first of all most people who are not paying cannot afford to pay they're not not paying the 275 right. because they just say fuck y'all I'm sure there are people who are like that oh yeah but- cause I've done it <laughs> I'm sure. I've definitely told MTA But to I'm pretty it. sure most of the grown-ass people sneaking through the turnstiles and shit on their way to work are just trying to get to work, girl. And furthermore, I don't understand why y'all want to... It's like, the you should really watch the whole video because the way she's talking to these people when they actually come on camera, it's like, what's wrong with you? How dare you, like, demonizing these people for this when it's like, why don't we look at 
you know, the root of all this. Why don't people have the money or the access to get on the fucking train? Why are there so many problems with the NTA that people might feel like, fuck it, why should I give you my 275 when all y'all ever do is the raise ends. the fares, nothing ever gets better, the everything ends. is constantly worse. Yes. When it's hot outside, it's a million degrees down there. Yes. When it's cold, it's, it's colder than a wit- witch's yes. tea, bitch. It's, yes. like, it's like nothing about being on the train is pleasant. Nothing. And so why should I do it? It's Rats like, coming onto your car talking about it. it's showtime. Yes. <laughs> and y'all just And what you what you gonna do? Raise your feet up so that the rats can have their fucking showtime. <laughs> Don't even like I saw a video the other day of somebody who was dressed <sighs> in like some crazy Power Ranger ass outfit with a Trump mask on and music and was like doing the weirdest not even like dance just like throwing themselves and nobody was even looking at that at them they were just like sitting there like it's just normalized that those rides are heinous yeah we're used to it you're just used to it just used to trash like every time I take the train which I have been on the train three times today so far (laughs) and every time it has been a fucking wreck and I have thought about that video every time I swipe my metro card but instead of thinking wow this sucks because there are you know thousands of poor people who aren't paying to get on the train i think wow this sucks because the people running the mta don't actually give a fuck about the rest of us they don't give a fuck about infrastructure they don't give a fuck about access did you hear about that girl a few weeks ago who died trying to carry her baby's Mm -hmm. um, stroller down the stairs yep why are we even still why is this even still an issue where so many stops to be real, if they're not the huge stops that are like very heavily populated or in like very rich white areas, they just don't have elevators. And so you have to do that mm-hmm. and pray that you don't fall or that somebody nice will come along and help you carry it down when it should not be like that. But the elevator situation, even at the stops that do have elevators, they're trash. Yeah. They take forever to go up and downstairs. They Planet constantly don't work. are covered. Right. They don't work. Like, I hope you wasn't in a rush, bitch, because it's going to be five minutes to get the elevator up to the ground floor. And then another five minutes to take your ass down there and down to the platform so it's just like inside edition this feels like an inside job yeah (laughs) feels like y'all were paid to do this (laughs) or asked to do this because why blame the writers instead of the people who are doing everything they can to make mta as miserable for the rest of us meanwhile fares are steady going up i can't even tell you when i first when we first moved here a monthly metro card was under a hundred dollars, yeah. and now I think it's one twenty. Like I think it's about to go up again. I'm like, fuck it, I don't even buy monthlies or weeklies no more. I just put twenty, thirty dollars on and be like, uh, I guess I just won't take the train that much. <laughs> just I have it for like emergency purposes because I'll be damned if I sit here and give y'all forty dollars a week or a hundred and sixteen dollars a month for some shit that, first of all, I may not actually use every right. day, which is you know something I thank God for all the time. Right, but also. A service that is just trash. It's just so bad. And the the subway system, public transportation is the lifeblood of New York City. Mm -hmm. If the subways are down, work is canceled. That's it. That's it. There's just no way around You're not expected to go anywhere if the trains aren't working. That is real life in this city. So, girl, for for y'all to have that crack-ass Jane with her camera and her mic in people's faces asking them why they didn't pay the fare. I would have laughed directly into the lens. I don't know if this is a sting or what, but unless there's somebody out here with cuffs, I'm going. And they really do fine you like $50, $100 or whatever for jumping the turnstile. It's like, do you think... 
if I had if I didn't have three dollars to get on the train, do you think I have fifty dollars for the fine? I right. still have to go to work. People Be still nice. have to get things done. So yeah, fuck y'all for that. Also, this Kamala Harris thing, y'all are doing a lot. <laughs> For no good fucking reason. Oh, God. I'm so tired of this. Now, I think I said this last week or a couple of weeks ago, but I am not getting involved in the 2020 presidential campaign until 2020. I am not going to be caught up in the 30 different niggas who are about to run for this job and the ins and outs of what they do every week. I simply will not. However, Kamala Harris went on The Breakfast Club um, talking about weed, of course. Mm-hmm. Niggas care a lot about weed. Um, she mentioned that she was in favor of legalizing it, talking about how a lot of people have been incarcerated, which, you know, when you talk about incarceration records, Kamala, there is something to actually discuss and critique there, but not doing that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she was saying that black people have been unfairly targeted. We got to deal with that, et cetera. Charlamagne asked if she had ever tried it. She said yes. (laughs) He asked if she inhaled. She said yes. Um, and so at this point in the interview, she was like, yeah, it was a long time ago. And, you know, they were just talking about weed and she was like, I just feel like it gives people a lot of joy and we need more joy in the world. I'm actually totally with you on this girl. (laughs) So that was the end of that. The interview goes on before it wraps up. Envy asked her about, um, whose music she listens to. But then before she finished it, Charlemagne asked her, asked his own question and so it got a little confusing. So Envy said, what does Kamala Harris listen to? Charlamagne said, what was you listening to when you was high? What was on? What song was playing? Envy said, oh, Snoop. She said Snoop. And then Kamala said, oh, yeah, definitely Snoop. Uh-huh. Tupac for sure, for sure. So yeah, I feel like I heard about this. this could have gone a couple of ways. Either she was answering the question like, yeah, I listen to Snoop. Yeah, I listen to Tupac, which was the original question Envy asked. Or she could have been saying, you know, I listened to Snoop and Tupac when I was high. The problem, if you take it that way, is that she graduated college in 86. Tupac and Snoop, of course, did not come out till the 90s. You niggas ran with this thanks to and is it inflammatory? Don't know the word I'm looking for. But I really hate when media outlets put the shit in tweets that they think will get people to click the link. That's what they do. Even if it is misleading. Mm -hmm. So this tweet from OK Player says, Kamala Harris says she smoked weed in college while listening to Snoop and Tupac. The only problem, neither rapper was out yet. Thinking face emoji. That's what I saw. Yes. That's what a lot of people saw. That's what a lot of people Mm -hmm. saw and what a lot of people react to. But if you actually watch the interview or even if you just click on this link and read the transcript of what happened, you will see that it's not quite that cut and dry I feel Mm -hmm. like she was just saying yes I've listened to Snoop yes I've listened to Tupac Mm -hmm. but also I didn't assume that when she said she smoked weed in college that meant that was the last time she smoked weed right I don't know why y'all think she wouldn't have been smoking weed in the early 90s as well at least occasionally probably hit a blunt yesterday I mean shit she is from California where weed is legalized and has been for a while so I just felt like the tweet alone had you niggas reacting (sighs) In an absolutely ridiculous way. And I get that, you know, you niggas care about hot takes, getting these tweets off, getting your retweets and your likes. That's what y'all live for. Mm -hmm. But you're going to make the same mistakes that you made in 2016 where you... I'm so sorry. (laughs) That just escaped for me. But you are so on point. (laughs) Where you take whatever 
issues you have. And like I said, there are things about Kamala Harris that should be addressed. Yep. There are criticisms that should be made. And, and probably I'm will certain be. Yes. She will answer for those. Yes. I am certain of that. So how about we focus our energy on that and not on this fake late shit that y'all want to be, you know, faux mad about? Y'all are not really mad about this. Y'all saw a tweet that made it look like Kamala Harris lied and you ran with it. And I just really don't think that was it. I just don't. I read the the little transcript of what happened. I went back and watched the videos. And y'all just seem, I don't even think OK Player is necessarily like a Republican or a conservative institute, but it's like mm-hmm. y'all are doing whatever y'all can to make it seem like this woman is just out here lying and and pandering to black people and doing whatever she can for the black vote. Here's the thing. Kamala Harris probably ain't got to do too much for the black vote just based off the strength of her being half black. Mm. But like also, though, being a Democrat does not hurt. Negroes overwhelmingly vote Democrat. Yeah. So if she's going, if she gets a Democratic nomination, she does not have to worry about the black vote one way or the other. But y'all did the same uh, fucking thing when her, um, a picture of her doing the Wakanda Forever salute came out and y'all were like, oh, really? She gonna do this Black Panther shit now? It's Black History Month, whatever. Bitch, when that movie came out, every last one of y'all's corny asses was lined up in front of the cardboard 3D display at the Magic Johnson taking your fucking corny ass pictures with your kids and everything else. Chadwick was about to pluck his own eyes out. Chadwick so Boseman was about shit. to say fuck Wakanda. <laughs> like, Don't ask me to do that shit no fucking more. No sequels. No <laughs> nothing. Black Panther really dead. Y'all have done the same. Y'all did the same thing then and I rolled my eyes about it and you're doing it all over again now and it's just like god damn y'all there are real things to criticize. Can we pick a real problem? Right. There are legit things you can criticize this one individual oh, for. Or does it just have to be all about tweets? Does it have to be all about engagement? Does it have but to be all about other people thinking you're funny or or whatever the yeah. fuck else. like why what does that do for you makes what you does it do good. do you get a check for that it makes you feel i guess girl i just feel like you know there are bigger repercussions here when you choose to not actually pay attention to the information that you're spreading That's and so a lot Twitter. of you feel like oh i only have two thousand i only have ten thousand i only so have twenty thousand followers it doesn't matter no girl it does matter that's so <laughs> it Twitter. absolutely matters this is how I mean it's not even just Twitter but yes it is Twitter I mean yeah because Social fake news ask. runs rampant yes. on <laughs> on Facebook as well mm-hmm. and there's been entirely too many times that I've logged on to Facebook and seen screenshots of tweets and niggas reacting so I just wish y'all would actually read things think about it and critically. the companies know that because you were right in saying that like they absolutely word headlines and things yeah. in a way that will make you click it but the problem is y'all niggas don't click on it no they don't you just react to the headline yeah. bitch that don't work it's like 18,000 favorites here and countless numbers of people have commented retweeted all this stuff wow Kamala Harris how dare you lie like us blah 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 like bitch of all the things can we <laughs> do y'all know Donald Trump <laughs> might just get reelected. Like y'all playing a real dirty game and real fast. Uh, like I'm not saying let's get on the same page here and let's um, make real yes. decisions. I am not saying, you know, Kamala Harris automatically has my vote because she is a, a black woman. I oh, am not yeah. saying that at all. I don't know all. how I feel about her. And I'm not saying she's automatically perfect for the job or that she is above critique or reproach, but this ain't it. Yeah, that was stupid. That God was damn. really stupid. Woo! 
I was like, you niggas are really running with this. I haven't even talked about her because I just don't know how I feel yet. And I know that when I... um, Same with Cory Booker. Right. Same with Elizabeth Warren. Cory Booker got dragged immediately, too. Of course. Like, Like, it's going to be that way. That's why I said it's February 2019. This election is what, 19 months away? Mm-hmm. A bitch, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm, y'all not gonna stress me out this fucking early, girl. <laughs> right. No, January 2020 at the earliest. So, yeah, just We just don't need none please. of these split down the middle last games and oh, she said that she listened to the Riz and the Jizz. <laughs> <And> I just <laughs> can't beat the time is wrong. Like, this was 30-something years ago. I don't, who cares about this? <laughs> this is not a reason to not vote for Kamala Harris. If you say Kamala Harris, you know, don't give a fuck about poor people and was doing everything she could to penalize parents who didn't take their kids to school or whatever, like, you can look into that and say, well, on this hand, blah, blah, blah. But on this hand, she was wrong for this. Or, you know, whatever, whatever was done under her office when she was uh, the prosecutor. Like, you can absolutely do that. Right. Without... Resorting to this goofy dumb shit. Oh, but Biggie could not have possibly had a record deal <laughs> back then. Oh, Kamala Harris is a liar. Oh, good God! Like maybe Kamala Harris is a liar, but this ain't maybe this ain't maybe indicative a politician. of that. If you, I mean, hell, wh- which politician ain't lied about something? But I, I just feel like this—the way you niggas reacted to this—it was stupid. Was ridiculous, and it was. <sighs> I mean, you're just going to get it more as a black woman. I'm sure she was prepared for this, but wow, niggas, wow. Yeah, that was kind of... It was just, come on, y'all. Just, God, this... I have a headache. I'm waiting for, like, the actual uh, discussions of substance to take place with her. Because there's a lot I I'm waiting for the debates. Yeah, I I want to hear those. Yes. I don't give a fuck about if she listened to Snoop Dogg Tupac or or Nate Dogg or whoever the fuck wins. I don't care about that. I don't care if she started to answer one question and then Charlemagne asked another one and it looks like, you know, maybe she answered it incorrectly or in the wrong order. I don't give a fuck about that. I care about what she's going to do for this country. I care about getting babies out of cages. I care about not building that fucking wall. I care about fair taxes across the board for everybody. I care about schools and clean water and the fucking environment. Yeah, I would like also to not live in Waterworld. I do not care six, seven years. if Kamala Harris messed up on who she was listening to when she smoked weed or whatever the fuck. You niggas just did the most for no good fucking reason. And that's it. I'm done. All right. Well, that's about that. Yeah, for... another long-ass episode. Sorry, guys. Oh, well, whatever. Yes, um... That's it for this week's episode. Check us out at thisistheread.com. Follow us on social media at thisistheread. Tickets to our live show are sold out. Yep. So, thank you. Yes, you can uh, make sure to pop up at our pop-up. Oh, yes, the pop-up. Asante will be hosting the Read pop-up. It is happening Saturday, February 23rd. That's next Saturday. Right before the show, it's going to be from 12 to 4. So, if you want to uh come by and buy some merch take some pics you never know who might pop up there and twerk (laughs) things are you know are gonna be fun so you can go over to our instagram this is the read 
and uh, find the address and all kinds of information. Mm-hmm. That's the pop-up. So if there's some merch, I think there's going to be some new stuff there too. So Oh, yes. Um, but if you are coming to the show, there will also be merch at the show. So don't think that you have to go there to get merch. Yeah. That's this not is more for people who do not have tickets. Yes. Or if you just don't want to wait in line right. to the show. Maybe if you're like, bitch, I'm not waiting around. for... Right. Because you don't get assigned seats, girl. Like Besides, I think, some of the people who like... Really? Oh, wait. I don't know. It's Ticketmaster. Yeah, Ticketmaster. I think you get to pick out your seat. I forgot where we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you do have assigned seats. But who wants to carry all that merch around and, and try to stuff it under your chair and all that? Just come right. get it early. So right. we'll see y'all there. Any other news from you this week, friend? Um, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Hope you're oh, enjoying yeah, your day of fun. love. I'm moving from one apartment to the next. And more than likely, uh, my head is... Uh, on fire and I'm pulling my eyelashes out one by one. <laughs> Did you please tell me you hired movers though? Oh damn. Okay. Packing, say, moving in. This isn't unpacking. like a U-Haul thing, right? And they I, packing for you too? Oh, you got money. And I'm getting a decorator. Oh, okay. Because I like He said a lord. I have no interior taste. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot design or pick out things. Mm-hmm. My shit be looking so mismatchy and, and gross. Yeah. And I just want somebody to come in and be like, these are the things I like. Can you make it pretty? Yes. I understand that. I talked to my therapist about that and she was like, why don't you just trust yourself? Trust the process. Mm-hmm. Eventually you'll get your house in, into a place where you want it. You don't have to pay somebody for that, but... I may have to just break down. Well, congratulations. I'll be at the Anita Baker concert, getting caught up in the rapture of love with all the other aunties. (laughs) That's literally where we are in life now. We're aunts and uncles. And I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to get out of here. You guys have a blessed week. And listen... Don't be down at the fucking Cheesecake Factory or the Fat Tuesdays arguing because you didn't get what you wanted. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop it. Let the rest of us have our brown bread in peace. We need to be hearing all that caterwauling and all that fucking goddamn guff. Okay? So, fuss with that nigga when you get back to the fucking house. Because, honestly, how dare he? Like, you were very specific in the type of charm (laughs) bracelet that you want. You were. You were very specific in the edible arrangement that you were looking for. You said no mangoes. You said it, and you were very clear in that. (laughs) And so, how the fuck dare he? But at the same time, the rest of us are trying to get through our cuisine. Yes. So. And make sure you tip your fucking waiters, waitresses, bartenders all that especially on Valentine's Day they are working overtime for y'all's thank you for for y'all's ridiculous asses so make sure you tip 20% if that nigga don't tip girl girl you got to let this be the last Valentine's Day or the last day you can't do shit like that All right, you guys we will see y'all next week